No, Firefox is good. It's great. The new one's great. I use it at work. It's better than Chrome. Well, we're on ESR still, so. Oh, that's your problem. My work needs stability. My work wants reliability. Yeah, that's your problem. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the IO panel. We're recording this on Sunday, January 14th, 2018. Anno Domini or BC? No. No. No, CE. I'm sorry. CE. That's it. 2018 CE. My name is Michael, and with me are my co hosts, the IO panel. Evan or Dr. Neil Blevins, PhD mm-hmm. Esquire. Yes. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, does CE stand for uh, Christ Expulsion Extermination? Wow. Oh, no. God. No, it does not. Next slide. Uh, let's go to the next one. James, <laughs> how you doing? It's like, don't even address or correct. <laughs> Just like, nope. Next. Uh, I'm good. What I'm does good. CE mean, James? I don't know. Christian epic. Yeah. Oh, oh Christian epic. Oh, I like that. I like or that. Tale, but no. Or tale of your Christianity. Epoch. E- what's EPOC? What's that's like a time, right? Yeah, I believe it is pronounced. I always say epoch, but apparently it's just pronounced epic. There's another one. EPOCH. Is that well? That word? that's it. Yeah. EPOCH. Okay. Yeah. Um. But no, it's not the Christ extermination or whatever the hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> or the Christian. And Jesus comes down and he opens his mouth. He's like, Brrr, and just light, like, fires out of his eyes and mouth. And he starts zapping people. I'm it's, taking it, you to heaven. It's an attack, attack on Titan. Yeah, exactly. But like Christian edition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Christian edition, yeah. yeah 2018 exactly. Christian edition. Da, da, there you da, da, go. Da, 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 da. It's Jesus running through a field nude with no no dick. He's just running and swiping at people. <laughs> go to heaven. <laughs> go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> or is he just saying, the power of Christ compels you. <laughs> What's the... Uh, the power the, of me compels you? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not the awakening. Uh uh, what's the thing where everyone's supposed to go to heaven? The rapture? Yeah, the rapture. Like a giant Jesus comes down and eats you, and then you go to heaven. Like, yeah. oh my god, it's terrifying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I need to chew you for you to get your halo. Like, oh god. <laughs> Speaking of halos, we're going way off track here. Did you know that, uh... He's like, did you know that oranges contain a lot of vitamin C? <laughs> No, apparently in the uh, in the old Catholic Church, one theory about the rings of Saturn was that uh, after Christ went to after Christ was circumcised, that that is where his foreskin was placed around Jesus Saturn. Christ. Correct. He's like, I'm very familiar with that theory, nay fact. <laughs> yep. This is why religion is a thing. I don't know why. I'm solely, I'm fucking baffled. 
It's like the Mormons, they're like, Jesus lives on a spiritual moon with all his wives. And Catholics are like, yeah, that's his foreskin. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Religion is real. We love Jesus. Blah, blah, blah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> fucking nuts. It's like crazy people. It's like we live among millions of crazy people. We do. Bill- Sorry. Billions, sir. Billions. Yeah, billions. Billions of fucking crazy people. They're all fucking nuts. It's all the... uh it's all the virus, you know? It's the, uh, like in that book, you know, Snow Crash. The humanity virus? Yeah, it is that. <laughs> um, so, so you know what I just uh, heard about? Uh, they did that show, that podcast I listened to uh, that I'm always talking about, the murder one, uh, my favorite murder. One of the girl, one of the uh, women did her, her murder for the week was Heaven's Gate. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And that That's was a good like, one. That's it a is good a good one. one. And I didn't know the details. Apparently, the guy was like in a fucking mental hospital, and the nurse who met him was like, they talked and talked and became best friends. And the nurse was like, you know what? He's like, she's like, you are sent by aliens to lead. And he was like, you know what? You're fucking right. And they started that religion, and then all those people got killed themselves. Not even to mention that some of them were like, yeah, let's castrate ourselves first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. They're fucking nuts. They do People all that crazy. They do all that in a, uh, you know, there's a parody of that in season one of Family Guy. There's an episode, yeah, where Meg, I think Meg, accidentally joins a cult. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, I forget what they're called in that one, but they're all wearing identical jumpsuits and. <laughs> yep. They're all oh, drink the punch, yeah, or whatever. Heaven's Gate. Hmm. Sorry, Michael. Oh, no. That's all right. So, does anyone want to know what CE actually means? I do. I do. (laughs) It means the common era. Interesting. So, before... So, BCE, like if you say, you know, 2000 BC, that's BCE. That's before the common era. Hmm. Yeah. When was that term... uh created i have no idea no but isn't there this is two terms there's b e b c and there's the other one b c and a d and b c does not mean before christ no I mean, it, I don't it know. just makes a lot of sense i don't know what it means but i don't either there's a d which i said what it was isn't it after at, death or no no it's an ammo domini thing and yeah exactly amino domination Amino acid domination. Yeah. Yes. Deoxy ribonucleic acid. acid. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Salt? DNA. DNA. Oh. Ow. (laughs) Ski, 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 (laughs) motherfucker. (laughs) Is that ski? Is that the, uh... (laughs) yeah. Salty. No. Um. This Meg can't taste salt, right? (laughs) Ha! Yeah, it's just like, I can't taste salt. <laughs> it took me a while to get that one. Yeah. It's like, what? Oh, that was great. <laughs> did you re- did you know that uh according to scientists who do carbon dating that present, meaning right now, is January first, nineteen fifty. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because there were so many nuclear tests. That any, like anything after 1950, is considered too contaminated to be accurate. Huh. 
interesting. Yeah, so this is saying BC stands for before Christ. Okay, maybe it does. No, I don't. I don't know that th- it does, though. I don't, I don't think, think it, does. it does. Well, BCE is it's before Common Era. Yeah, which is what we're. I think we're all supposed to be using that term now. Okay, BCE and CE, which is now. But nineteen fifty. Uh, yeah, apparently nineteen fifty, according to Evan. I get my zoot suit, or no? That's like the thirties or forties or something. Went too far back. You'd be a hipster if you were wearing a zoot suit in nineteen fifty. Oh, geez, this is a great article here. I'd be, I'd be a hipster if I was wearing a zoot suit now. Why don't we have those? You can Good totally question. Go buy a zoot suit, huh? You can totally go buy a zoot. A, suit. a nice knee length jacket. Ugh. Yes, yes. Yeah, we can go get those. <laughs> What's that guy with the big, the big, the you know? I'm sorry. What's that guy's name? Who Stewie's Fat and Tall Man Shop. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, there's a guy who does the uh, the bald head. He's bald and he does like that show with Thornton his, like, Mellon. No, no. Like, the survey says the black guy, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, comically <laughs> with the comically large mustache. He has. I thought you were going to say the comically large teeth, but yeah, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, he he's he's comically put it this way. He is as a black person. He's I can comically you, black. No, he is a Kia. He's comically black. He's like everything white people are scared of about black people. He's like a fucking racial stereotype. Nice guy, probably, but he looks like a stereotype to me every time I look at him. Um, that said, all that racism said, he is. Uh, he he also has a bunch of fucking ridiculous dumb suits. Because he likes to look like a fucking stereotype and a fucking clown. A guy who's like, just discovered what suits are. He's like, this is what a suit is? Shit. Make it five inches longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. All right, Evan, put that on the list. The zoot suits. Okay. Let me uh, I'll make a note of that here. How about this? We'll wear them next time we go to Hope. That's a promise. Ooh. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. I, have no, I have no intention of stepping foot back inside that conference. Hence why we're going to wear the zoot suit then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if we stand outside the door and start charging people to go in? In our zoot suits. Yes. We got to start, you know, we got to start like, you know, snapping Say, what, our fingers. What's the password? You know? <laughs> or like, you know, tossing a quarter in the air, you know, like. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you know? I, I look like know. that cat. <laughs> that, that fucking, that fucking, the bad guy cat who was like a pimp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> from the 50, from the fucking uh, 70s or whatever. Well, apparently, I need to read that book by uh, Iceberg Malone or whatever the guy's name Iceberg is. Iceberg Slim, yeah, yeah, I know. You and me both. <laughs> Do we get cool nicknames with our zoot suits? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. You got to take a bullet. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say you get your nickname. Um, did you see the Dave Chappelle special? No, oh, I didn't watch it yet. Oh, yeah, you got to watch it, dude. He spends a lot of time talking about. Uh, I think it's Iceberg Slim, Michael. My. That or it might be ice, right. it might be iceberg something else, but it's iceberg something, and uh, it's he talks about a book called Pimp, um, and it's fucking crazy. I, I feel like I need to read the book because I've heard a lot of rappers talk about that book, and I've been like, oh, I don't know, but now I think maybe I'm going to read it just to get some perspective. A pimp's love is a special love. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Two D's for that double right. dose of pimping. What's that bitch's uh uh t- what's this at? How many how much how many miles she got on, on her? That's right. What's her what's her mileage? Her- what's her mile what's that bitch's mileage? <laughs> you know what term never made sense to me? Or is like the opposite? Bottom bitch? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Yeah, it's the opposite. I guess the bottom, like, it's, like, stable. I don't know. What's the etymology there, Mike? You know, like, it's the, uh, like, you know, like, like the foundation. You know, that's that's the only reason, only way I can make sense of it. Trace the history of the phrase bottom bitch. See, Evan, this is why I always wanted to be a linguist. To be a pimp. No, to, yeah, to this, be a linguist. This, this book has uh, four and a half stars. Pimp, pimp, the story of my life. Iceberg by Iceberg Slim. I said Iceberg Malone, but you know, whatever. No, I mean, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> and what's his real name? Like Paul Johnson or something? Something like that, yeah. Is he the white guy? Definitely not. Oh. No, no. I know Who's who you're the thinking famous... of. Okay. It's not him. But I know This, who this guy of. looks like a crooner. Who? <laughs> so where do you have to use every day? Yeah, he looks like uh, he looks like a pimp. If he's who I think he is. Robert Lee Maupin or Robert Beck. He only he died in nineteen ninety two. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah, well, he's been a fair amount of time pimping hoes and slapping bitches or something, so he'll be all right. He'll be okay. He died like thirty years ago, almost. Yeah. Twenty five years ago. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, shall we get to some news? Sure, if you want to. If you want to sidetrack this excellent conversation about uh, small Z- businesses and zoot suits and oh, uh, yeah. is pimps pimps a small business? It could be. <laughs> I want, dude. I wonder what kind of tax write offs they can legitimately use if they operate, you know, within the confines of Nevada. I don't think I don't think pimps are allowed in Nevada. Are they not? I don't think so. I think you can have pimps. no, but then you have like an, a a real established brothel. Do you differentiate between a pimp and someone who owns a brothel? I think I do. Well, a pimp is normally when you think at least when you think of pimp. Maybe we need to read the book, but. Um, you think of someone who probably doesn't have like an office, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe they do. I don't know, but you know, it's usually more uh, street, you know, mm-hmm. kind of street level. Whereas, yeah, obviously a brothel, like everything's in one central location. So here's something odd. There's a picture of Iceberg Slim with, he's standing in front of a painting of, uh, what's that guy, the big ass fucking the killer who had all the death to the pigs shit painted on the walls. What's his name? Manson. He's got a picture of Charles Man Charles Manson with Charles with a bigger picture of Charles Manson in the background, like part of his mustache. It's very <laughs> odd. It's it an sounds... it's it's extremely odd. I can't I can't tell you any other way. I'm gonna send put that in the show notes as well. Thank you. Well, okay. So while you're doing that, I'll get along with the uh, a news article here. So we're all familiar with carbon fiber, 
uh, very lightweight, robust material. Uh, very expensive because it's unfortunately difficult to produce. Uh, made from petroleum, oxygen, ammonia, and some random, not random, but some very expensive catalyst that was not mentioned in this article. Infantiers. <laughs> Infantiers, yes. Cambodian breast milk. Um, <laughs> and, and the process of creating it... <laughs> Uh, the process of uh, creating this this certain uh, component of carbon fiber called acrylonitrile, I think it's pronounced, um, produces a lot of excess heat and uh, toxic byproducts, which is one reason why it's not super common to use it. So some uh, researchers are create have actually developed a new method using inedible like, plant waste, like corn cobs and like wheat husks and shit like that. Um, what they do is they break those uh, sort of waste materials down into sugars and then under some other process, transform that into an acid. Maybe some, they just extract part of it, mix that with a, they just boil it. Yeah. Boil it with some, with some uh, corn syrup and like some cinnamon, a couple star anise, you know, some nice, make some nice pho broth Mm-hmm. Then it turns into an acid, and they mix it with some uh, really cheap catalyst and chives, and with some chives and some uh, baby powder, um, a <laughs> little, little, little bit of rat poison, Tell and uh, yep, and so that produces the uh, the acrylonitrile with no excess heat and no toxic byproducts. Uh, so this was done on a small scale, but they are moving. To sort of to make like a mass production and see if it's actually feasible to make it on a larger scale. In which case, you know, we could have a a new method for making carbon fiber, you know, pretty safely. That'd be lighter cars, better fuel efficiency, cheap, any number of products to replace plastics. You know, who knows? So pretty cool. Hmm. Hope it works out. I too hope it works out. I like it. And yeah. you know, you're talking about this carbon fiber so I was like, man, I was like I need to get a carbon fiber hood for my for my Civic, for your 1992 Civic SI. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your, that was a your, thing. Your CRX. Yeah. I wish Absolutely. I had a CRX. <laughs> now they have CRZs. Yeah, that's, that's they're such a disappointment. I kind of like them though. I like I mean, I've never been in one, so I don't know, but, you know. It seemed like, you know, they hired, they were like, okay, so the CRX was popular. Let's bring back a CRZ, but then they did it with none of the things that people liked about the CRX. Except that it was tiny. Well, that's something. They're like, oh, it's modern, it's, you know, it's it's hybrid now. Uh, It's good for, you know, marketing buzzwords. You know, it's not modder friendly. It's not super light. Whatever. What about the Dell Soul? We don't talk about that. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is that the the that miniature the one that got away? The miniature T top. That the one that got away, Evan. That's it's like that uh, 
that car that looks like a duck. Like the ugliest car ever made. It's like, yeah, we don't we don't talk about that. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's some fucking stupid car in Europe that looks like a duck. Is it the one with three wheels? No. Well, my mom told me she rode in one of those in the UK. Yeah, you told us about that. Mom's fucking nuts. <laughs> that's, that's how it is there. You know that. You know people that are wild, you know, they're crazy ass plugs and shit. Over there doing whatever, chip chip chip, you know, whatever the fuck, you know. <laughs> oh, there is one with uh, three wheels, James. That looks even more like a duck. I see what you're saying. Uh, uh, uh. Not the one I was talking about. I'll send you guys a link. Anyways, you can continue uh, as you see fit. Well, uh, I'll just mention really quickly since we're just talking about cars here that I saw quite a number of cars that we don't have here in America during my recent excursion out, outside of this country. And uh, I took many, many pictures of them. I have yet to see them. Although, yes, I need to assemble them and display them <laughs> somehow. Present them in a PowerPoint. No. In a- <laughs> yes. Um, now my plan is to upload them all to Facebook and try to, as much as I can, put what they are underneath each picture. It'll be a nice project to identify them. Well, most of them you can read what it is, so, you know, it's okay. Taking all the fun out of it. Yeah. Although some of them is a little hard, so. But I mean, they had all kinds of cars there. Opal, Skoda. Oh, I forgot about Opal. That's Ford, right? Uh, it's GM now, I think. Oh, okay. Um, you know, all the French cars had all that, you know, which we don't have really, unless someone just brings one, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and then they have manufacturers that we have, but models that we don't have here, you know, like a Volkswagen Polo. Yeah. Okay. The smaller golf. And then they had a golf, but without the F. A Gull? Uh-huh. I'm sure like, someone just didn't like pry that letter off. Maybe, you know, maybe. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know about that. But it looks like a golf, but smaller. So yeah, okay. I don't know. Um, they have weird, a, they used weird. to have a Bora, which is the same thing as a Jetta. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw weird Nissans, like Nissans, but models we don't have. Um, I saw James's old like the Frontier. It's not called a Frontier there. Mm-hmm. It's like a Navarro or something. I don't nice. Know. Yeah. So anyway, but we'll. I'll I'll get to that later. That's fine. Yeah. There's one car I saw in England. Um, it was like a old sort of sort of seemed like late '60s, early '70s car. It had scimitar on the front, and I had a picture uh, on Facebook. I was like, "That's no Riemann Warbird." Ah. Oh, a lot of Chinese cars too. In, uh, down there, which I thought was odd because we don't have Chinese cars here in America at all, you know. So, did you go to Chinatown in Santiago? I did not. If there even is one, there's a Chinatown everywhere. You just got to look for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a couple Chinese food restaurants and I was like, ooh, a Chinese restaurant. I even took a picture of a sushi place. It was called Dubai. 
<laughs> the finest sand trout that money can buy. Yeah, yeah I was like, what is this? <laughs> that's like that's hilarious, you know. But anyway. Alright, so what do we have up next here? Something about uh our our neighbors to the west? The extreme west? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, so um, I don't know who you guys heard about this. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. At a shift change in Hawaii at the emergency management center, someone hit the wrong button and fired off a message to everyone in Hawaii via their phones. The same way we get those, <laughs> I was about to say brown alerts. Um, <laughs> amber ah, alerts. Amber alerts, yeah. Same way we get amber alerts on your phone. Well, just imagine you're standing at the standing line at the MVA or the HVA, or whatever the fuck they call it there, and you get this, like, ballistic missile inbound, (laughs) take cover, (laughs) this is not a drill. So, pretty extreme, honestly. I can be, I'll totally honest with you, how I would probably react, I would race to a fucking gun store to prepare for the race war, you know? (laughs) Like, (laughs) or like, 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 you know, like, oh my god, I've got to protect my probably from looters, you know, like, like, that would be my headspace. Um, or like I need to go steal a boat and get out to sea. Like I, I can imagine how people were thinking for this thirty-eight minutes. Um, so this message went out, and it went out for it was out there in the wild, undealt with, un, with no uh, response from the government or from Papcom, Papcom, or anybody else for thirty-eight minutes, and just got to be a hard time for everybody. Um, Pacific, uh, Pacific Command. Uh, you know, I guess they were probably scrambling because they're like, what? What's happening? <laughs> you know, uh, they had no idea, but they were just kind of going with the flow. And then finally, they kind of I think they tweeted or something and they said, hey, this is not real. But it didn't matter because nobody who for the fuck follows PACCOM. Um, the Hawaiian government had to finally do something about it. And it took them it's just kind of upsetting. It took them that long to figure out things had gone horribly wrong with their system. Um, it set off, of course, a bunch of alarms, all this, all these various Internet of Things systems started doing all this alert stuff. Um, this was a big mess. Uh, it seems like their system functioned perfectly, except for the person who pushed the button. So here's the thing, right? Except it, find... was, it was hard for them to recall it. Yeah, so ah. it was really hard to recall. And people have kind of noticed. And I think, honestly, besides it being very awkward and hard and uncomfortable... Uh, and hard for everybody who was involved. This is a great test of a system because you can kind of, they kind of get to see, Hey, this is what happened in a real life setting. They're like, Oh, and, and what they found out was not everybody got the message and there's no way to get a message to people who didn't have their phone on them. And they didn't know how to alert people who weren't around, like who didn't, they didn't have a way to alert people uh, who didn't have a phone and, you know, are people spreading the message? I mean, there's all these things that have come out of this, and I think it's going to be a learning. And yeah, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, ex- and, and let's yeah, say you exactly. do get the message, then what? Yeah, and a lot of people were like, "What are we supposed to do?" And that's another thing, and that's another huge thing. What do you do? Like, when's the last? This is in 1953. Like, you we don't get, get under messages. your school desk, James. Yeah, we go. You go to a public school and you crawl <laughs> under the desk. And that's what you do. Yeah, get out of here, kid. That's the last information we saw from the government in 1953s. <laughs> you know, reefer madness. That's when they. That's when they released. Yeah, right. The, the red threat. The red threat. That's right. So, 
Um, now that death the from above. Yeah. yeah. Now, now that the commies haven't uh, nuked Hawaii, um, there's a lot of cleanup going on as far as like kind of political BS. Juche. The governor, besides the fact that it took them a little long time to respond, the governor I think handled it well. His the guy who runs the administration of uh, the chief administrator of emergency management. Uh, this guy, every politician and every person in charge of a thing could take it, take it, take an example from this guy. This guy, and you could tell this guy's old school, like ex-military. The, they asked the governor, they said, who's, like, of course the reporter's gonna ask this, they're like, whose fault is it? Tell us this guy's name. Like, you know, they're like, hardcore, like, where does he live? You know, is his mother hot? You know, <laughs> so they're asking them all this direct questions about the guy and the emergency management chief. He's like, it's my fault. It's my department. I take full responsibility. I was like, yo, this guy's a man's man. You know, it's probably some underling, but he totally put that shit on his back. That's a great boss to have right there. He's probably a ball buster, but this is an instance right now. He's like, he's not like, you know, he's like, he said, it's under investigation. We're going to find exactly what went wrong and fix the processes that brought us here. But I take full responsibility for this. And I was like, damn, yo, this guy's a fucking beast. Maybe he read uh, Jocko Willink's uh, book on whatever. Who knows? Maybe he trained Jocko to be a SEAL. This guy's (laughs) a fucking hardcore old beast. I wouldn't want to date his daughter, I'll tell you that. So, yeah, but um, that, that's all. Just an interesting little thing. This is, I know we're going to be talking about this at work, I'm sure, when I talk to this. I'm going to talk to the skater guy about this because this, something like this, one person shouldn't be able to push a button. And this, that's one thing that'll probably change right away is the fact that, you know, you shouldn't have one button to be like a thing is happening. I think what's cool is I don't think any of us ever thought that there was such a specific alert that could go out, <laughs> you know, ballistic missile attack inbound. This is not a drill. Like that is extremely specific. Yeah, like I'm like yeah, like I see the a picture of the alert here. I'm like, wow, that's yeah. pretty. Uh, it's pretty amazing, really. Yeah. Is there one that says you know, alien ships inbound? You know. <laughs> now would be the time to make peace with. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Whatever God. You may believe in. I wonder if there's yeah. a system with a bunch of pre-programmed messages and you can like click one to select what goes out. And some guy was clicking through just reading them and instead of clicking cancel, clicked OK. <laughs> well, I read that they were doing like a drill thing that they do apparently three times a day. Yeah. And the guy clicked instead of clicking, you know, instead of he, he brought up the thing like I guess he's supposed to but instead of clicking test. He hit the, you know, send now button or whatever. Uh, and then it came up. Are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that's probably. What, so at the end of every shift, the shift, the operator for that shift tests the system. And that's what he was doing. And it's basically what Michael said. So, okay. yeah, I mean, it was an innocent mistake and hopefully it doesn't lose. They said they're going to change it so that there needs to be two people to be able to. Turn your key, sir. You know, like, <laughs> so are they going to hire extra people to to make sure this system gets confirmation? Who knows? Or maybe they're maybe creating there's, jobs. Maybe there's one. I mean, maybe there's two people there anyway. Or you know, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I mean, they need. Or maybe to, it's like send message. Yes. All right. This has been sent to your supervisor for approval. You know, I don't know. You know. Right. 
Who knows, right? I don't so. think that's probably the way to do it. I think they probably need to make it because I think you should be able to. I think one person should be able to do it, but I think they need to make they need to make it like like you know what you're doing, like a hundred percent. Like you have to put in your pin, and then you put in your pin, and a big red button comes up on the screen, and it's like pressing this button will alert blah blah blah. Like it's very clear. Like you can't just be like, oh, you know. And then you have to put in your pin again or something? Yeah, something like that. I mean, I think you should have one person because if it's an emergency, it's very possible only one person's there. Like any number of things can happen. Who knows? You know? So you, you want to – I think that I think the advantage is that one person can alert everybody that something's wrong. I mean, what's the worst-case scenario? This is the worst-case scenario? Then that's not too bad. You know? Nobody's dead. You know? People are just, you know, of How course, How do we know shaken, some guy but... didn't drop off the building? He's like, I'm done. <laughs> Oh, that's true. That's true. But still, I mean, they haven't said that. So let's assume nobody's dead. And 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 if anything, this this tells you how lucky we are in this in this country that you know you go somewhere else and no one's gonna fucking alert them. It's just you're gonna fucking oh shit, I heard big bada boom. You know what's that whistling noise? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I heard some <laughs> thumping and some <laughs> whistling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. So mm. that happened in North Carolina. What? We were at the beach like two or three years ago. And I hear this like. I was like, hit the oh, deck. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. It was like a fucking plane flying by or something. I don't know. Yeah, they had those marine, the marine planes that fly low and fast over the beach because they're assholes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fly it above the hard deck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Look at assholes. Um, but yeah, so that's that's all that is. Um, I guess I, I hope I hope one. everyone could just go home after that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it just after you know, like in the middle of your day, like it's like eleven a.m. Like, oh my god, missile! Oh no, it's like everything's cool. Well, well you, Look, know you know what? I'm going home. I'm not. I'm done with today. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, but you know what? I guarantee you, there'll be a lot of kids conceived today. People will go home with a fucking fresh lease on life. Like, like we're standing here in Maryland and Tennessee, and we're laughing about the whole thing. But even to us, I'm sure individually, it's kind of profound that the government has messages for that kind of stuff. And those 38 minutes must have been the scariest 38 minutes of those people's lives. Because a missile inbound coming from God knows where has got to be the most terrifying thing you like where can you hide? What 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 you know? What's what's safe? You know where's the bunker? Is there a bunker? There probably isn't one. Like what do you do when that happens? So those people went home and fucking so with a smile on their faces and a song in their hearts, and they fucking went home and pounded their wife or fucked their husband or fucking jerked off or fucking went to the bar and got trashed, and they felt great. Like this is the best night of their lives. I guarantee you that. I had a couple people on uh, Facebook post this one person who actually works with me is there right now visiting and someone else i know from high school lives there so and they, and they said oh a missile's coming i, no, I mean it. no they just said Goodbye. oh it was a mistake you know they they posted it after the fact you know oh, okay they're like yeah this is a little scary but uh you know <laughs> I wonder how many people have posted something like goodbye or I fucked her. I'm sorry, Sally. I love you, but I had sex with your sister. And then they're like, oh, it's fucking <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah, scary stuff. So, okay, um, this is just more uh, Trump Trumpian shenanigans. Apparently, in a meeting, he said, uh, why do people from those shithole countries have to come here? Um, why can't we have more people from Norway come here <laughs> to this country? Um, people are saying he's it's because he's racist. I don't think he's a racist. I think he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I think, you know, I think that's what it is. I think he's just a fucking dirtbag. And so, whatever. He just says whatever shit. You know, he's like, he's looking at it from like a socioeconomic standpoint. And he's like, hey, she's, hey, this is a shitty country. It's a shitty third world cesspool. So why, do, you know, why, why are they coming to our country? And see what I just said? It's because a- <laughs> it's not a shithole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Want to go somewhere better? <laughs> exactly, exactly, and that's why they're coming here because our country's better. But that said, I mean, I think he's just a dirtbag. Like a president shouldn't say that shit. Like, like we don't have to fucking muffle our muzzle ourselves here. We're on our podcast, and if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. But he's yeah, the president. Go, of the go to Haiti. Yeah, you can go to Haiti if you don't like our show. They don't get our or show Hades. because they're scrubs. Um, eh? mm-hmm. but uh. Yeah, I don't think a president should say stuff like that. Like, especially not to other, to anyone. Like, not to anyone. Like, for for four years, you're gonna have to be in your best behavior. That's how it is. You can't, can't, can't get a blowjob in the White House. <laughs> you know, you can't fucking, can't. You know, I don't know. Smokes. You shouldn't smoke cools in the back of the White House lawn, like Obama. Like, you just should be good. You should be a good boy. You be a good boy or a good girl for four years, and then you can go and fucking try to fuck. You know, try to molest. You know, sixteen-year-olds, um, and get on. You know, be Carlos Danger on, on Tender. Like, do all those things after you've done the presidency. You can't confide in anyone. You're like, dear diary, you're the only one who can I can talk to. Why do these people from shithole countries keep trying to come here? Yeah, exactly. Oh no, you write a book. You write a nasty tell-all, being like, the fucking president of Uganda is a fucking butthole. Oh, I hate this fucking fucking Tony Blair. What a cum guzzler. Like, just go ahead. Then, then say all that shit. You know? I'd love to read that book. What what book just came out? Oh, that's the book with uh about Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon was in it. He's not it's not about him. It's about the prison. It's called Fire and Fury, the the Trump White House, inside the Trump White House or something. It's like a tell all. And it's by Mike someone or Mike Derry Dari, I don't know. Hoff? Yeah, Wolf? Mike, Mike Wolf. That's, that's it. it. Yep. We talked about that last week, Michael. Ah. Michael, give us a review. What did you think of last know. podcast? Yeah. Well, I thought it was much like the others, minus me. <laughs> so I thought it was exactly like all the others that I have never listened to. Hmm. I've listened to a couple. <laughs> you were blurred here first, folks. All right. <laughs> so anyway, that's the whole thing with Trump. He's never going to apologize. He doesn't give a shit. Um, he said other crazy stuff. He said Nigerians should go. He said something about Nigerians and like they won't go back to their huts if we let them come here. And I mean, he's a fucking dirtbag. You know, he's just a piece of shit. He's just a regular, a regular shitty, selfish piece of shit. So, whatever. He's also, like, 73 years old or something? Yeah, exactly. That's it, another thing. Old people suck. In general, they just aren't, 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 aren't very coof. His beliefs were solidified in, you know, 1948. Yeah, basically. That makes ah. sense. 
I mean, probably if not forty, you know, between nineteen forty something and sixties or seventies. <clears throat> yeah, you know. So yeah, fair enough. So the next thing here, I think James put in. Um, I actually just saw this morning. What do you guys think about that? Oh, uh, what did I put in there? Ms. Chelsea... Chelsea Manning running for some political office in Maryland. So for what? Senator, yeah. So here's the thing. I'm 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 really confused as to what it's very like. They they have this whole. Uh, let me put the. I have the uh, post in here. Let me. I was about to po- post it and then I got distracted. Tell you guys about this other one. But uh, I, I, does anybody know what Chelsea Manning released? Was it some helpful good shit like like uh, Snowden? Like Snowden, Snowden. Whether you like spies or but or uh, or or people who break their oath. I mean, I hate an oath breaker as much as the next person. I totally do, you know. But at the same time, like I feel like I'm glad Snowden did what he did because a lot has come from the fact that we now know what the what the NSA has been doing, mm-hmm. you know. And they got slapped on their hands a lot by the government. So I think that what he did, whether I mean, I obviously the industry I work in, people are like fuck Snowden, and I think their 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 reason for saying fuck Snowden is totally unreasonable because they they are in that world and they know the stuff that happens is do what's been going on is fucked up, you know. So, but I don't know what Chelsea Manning released that was like. I guess he sent out some video of of hel- helicopters shooting. Civilians, not civilians, but just terrorists, or I don't know. Like, I don't know what he did that way. Like, I'm trying to think, should we care about Chelsea Manning? As a no, I don't Uh, think, I I mean, I don't think she has any political qualifications. Oh, well, we know that. I mean, that doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) It doesn't. True. It doesn't. He's like, how many boxes on the minority uh, checklist can you fill out? It's like transgender. Yep. Uh, are you like one sixteenth Native American? Yep. What? Up? I don't. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, Mike. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it turns out trans- I'm like an eighth or something. But yeah, I feel like transgender <laughs> female gives you two. Gives you two probably. Yeah. Oh, oh, because yeah. you're but yeah. you're white, so you got to take one off. Yeah. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. Um. Man, it sucks to be white. White people got it hard these days, man. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) It ain't easy being on top. (laughs) Right, James? Oh, Oh, you know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, what? I I mean, I'm trying to figure out if if she, and and it seems like they're not going to tell us. Like, they, they, no one is directly saying. With Snowden, it was pretty transparent that, like, the stuff he released was like well researched. Lots of newspaper looked into it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're getting fucked by the NSA." Chelsea Manning, it doesn't seem like the same type of stuff was released. So I'm wondering if this is a person who just is a fucking snitch, but because she became transgender, and people were like, "Oh, Chelsea Manning," oh, you know, I don't know, man. Well, according to Wikipedia here. Uh, apparently, she r- released a bunch of stuff to WikiLeaks, including uh, videos, like you said, of some airstrikes, like a Baghdad airstrike from 2007, 
2009 airstrike in Afghanistan, and a bunch of U.S. diplomatic cables, which I'll just, I think are probably just memos or something. I don't know. Yep. Telegrams. Um, yeah, and a bunch of army reports. To So all that became known as the Iraq War Logs and the Afghan War Diary. Okay. So I don't know if it's like, oh, my God, we're at war in Afghanistan? Like, yeah, we know, you know? <laughs> or what, what, what was the summary from it, though? Or, like, like, is it like, oh, my God, we're killing civilians left and right? You know, I mean, I don't know what was, you know. Probably more of the latter. Yeah, so here's the thing. I don't know. Right? It doesn't say anything about that, so I don't know. Here, here's the thing. That's her, that's her only notable thing, besides being transgender. The next question is, does that notable thing make her a, like a whistleblower hero, or does it make her just a fucking oathbreaker who's also transgender and fits in some fucking weird bubble slash box that we would go to hope for? Like, I mean, I'm serious. I'm seriously wondering, like, what makes her something other than a fucking oddity? And I don't mean she's an oddity because she's a transgender, but I think, I mean, she's odd. It's just what makes her something other than just somebody who's like, look at me. You know? Nothing. So what I want to know is, can you become a senator if you're a convicted criminal? Yes. Obviously. The question is, can you become a senator and become a convicted criminal? Yes. Well, yes, that happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, I guess that's not in the... Uh, Found a loophole. It's not in the bylaws or whatever. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it doesn't matter because as the t- as time goes on... They're gonna start rehashing all of the Chelsea Manning stuff to because they're gonna either try to destroy her or turn her into a hero. And the only thing that people will be able to turn her into a hero for is what she released. And if what she was released is garbage, worthless stuff, like I'll be honest with you, I kind of assumed I assume that in war civilians are gonna die. It's very upsetting. And I don't want we don't want it to happen. We have to try to do better. But it's an unfortunate aspect of like human beings in warfare. So you know, that doesn't what's, upset me. What's the term? Gl- Collateral damage? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that people are... I'm glad people... I think the government and the army has to do a better... The military has to do a better job of being transparent about the stuff that they do. But at the same time, I understand why some things you just want to bury and not let anybody see. You know? It's like you want to make more enemies? Okay, let's show how callous this pilot was when he gunned down, like, 15 children and, and two high-value terrorists. Right. You know? Like, like we don't need to show that. Like, we we know it's fucked up, and that guy will have to live with that. And maybe that's not the time. That's not the thing to release to the public, you know. So, I don't know. It's like I have a nuclear bomb. Or, or I thought the idea of a nuclear bomb should we should I make it? Maybe not. You know. Good talk. <clears throat> Yeah, so apparently she is known as like a whistleblower. Well, yeah. But was it for anything worthwhile is the question. Well, like some of the videos, like one of the videos here, it shows a group of 10 men 
uh, on the ground. Two were Reuters employees there to photograph an American Humvee under attack. Pilots mistook their cameras for weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the helicopters also fired on a van targeted earlier by one helicopter that had stopped to help wounded members of the first group. Two Me. children in the van were wounded and their father was killed. Friendly fire happens, unfortunately. And basically this is, so this whole, all these things that, that were released and put on WikiLeaks, this kind of put WikiLeaks on the map. Mm-hmm. And for that, everyone's like, what's WikiLeaks? Okay. So, there you go. Either way, I'm sure she won't win, so whatever. Ha! You said that with the, what's his name? With the, what's his name, the president guy? Yeah. I mean, she won't win. She won't win. And if she did, it wouldn't matter anyway. This is Maryland. It's not like this is Texas. She wouldn't, it won't have any, I think it will have a zero effect if she won. But she won't, because regardless of how many Americans are like, oh, we really appreciate what you did, and we appreciate that you're transgender and everything like that, and that you're struggling for the for the rights of the transgender whistleblower group. Um, <laughs> people, nobody likes a fucking promise. Someone who breaks a promise. I don't care who it is. Time and time again, nobody ca- nobody cares. Like, there's a lot of people who want Snowden to come back, but then there's a lot of people like people in the military hate that fucking guy, and they hate that fucking guy. Mostly because he broke his oath. You know, mm-hmm. he broke his promise. And that's why people won't vote for her. You could be, uh, I think even a really a liberal Democratic military person wouldn't vote for her. Because she fucking broke a promise, dude. You can't trust somebody who breaks their word. So, yeah, I don't think she has a chance. I mean, maybe in Maryland, but I don't even in Maryland. I, I don't think she has a chance in Maryland. I think enough people will be like, enough people won't... I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people won't be able to identify with her. Would you have an easier time trusting someone who broke their word and gave themselves up versus broke their word and ran away? No. Okay. Well, you said have a hard time forgiving. Would you have an easier time like trusting someone who was who released all this information and then said, uh, this is why I did it. Come get me. Versus someone who released the information, who like took the information to a foreign country, released it, and was like, "Good luck coming to get me." Who's like, I, I'm releasing this. I know what I'm doing. It's fucked up. I still feel it's worth it. Would you rather? Would you have an easier time trusting them versus someone who released it uh, and like gave no explanation and ran away? So for me, okay. Are you comparing Chelsea Manning and and Snowden? Kind of. So, for me, I think what Snowden did was impactful. He saw something really wrong, and he did what he had to do. And But he was like, I don't like jail, and he's like, I'm out. You know what I mean? I feel sorry for him that he's in fucking Russia. I feel really sorry for him, honestly. Like, his life's probably not fucking great. Is he going to Guatemala now or something? Or something like that? Uh, he Isn't he in... A, a, like some an embassy of some South American country that's in Russia. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. The trifecta. But dude, if he goes to that country, his wig's gonna get fucking twisted back. 
they're gonna still sing seal, seal Team Invisible over there to fucking <laughs> peel his peel his cap back. He better not go and he better not leave Russia. He better not leave that fucking embassy, dude. Um, and if he leaves the embassy, yeah, the fucking they're gonna send a fucking Spetsnaz team for him and throw him away and lock up the key and try to pump every scoop his brain out with a fucking teaspoon. Send get in every the scalper. Can. Yeah. So he better not. But yeah, see, I think, I think what Chelsea Manning did, that's kind of one of those things that you see and you're like, this is really kind of like fucking horrible. But I identify with the fact that we had to get this guy for some reason. The thing is, he was an Intel, she was an Intel analyst. So she saw that stuff all the time. And she, more than anybody, understands that there's a big picture to everything, you know, that, okay. They killed these people and there's two kids here, you know, like obviously it went up the chain. There's a report here on it. People have been talked to about it. People are in the know about this, <sighs> you know, and the, we may or may not have had to kill these guys. The fact is she's exposed to that stuff all the time. So she knows if whether it's important or not, you know. What Snowden sent was like some secret squirrel shit that like nobody knew anything about. And he did everything he could to get it vetted correctly and to go through the right through through the American media, you know. So I'm not mad at Snowden, not at all. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, let me say this. Yeah, I'm be straight. I'm not mad at Snowden. You know what I mean? Chelsea, Chelsea Manning. I don't really know what to think. I'm like you, okay, some videos and some other stuff. Yeah, like the war's fucked up, of course. But did is this kind of kind of thing that we had to know about? You know, did it do more harm than good? You know, and if you can't if none of us can sit here and figure out and, and remember off the top of her head what she released, it probably did more harm than good. Right. You know? Okay. I don't, I don't agree with that assessment, but that's fine. What? What what what, what? let's hear it, Michael. You're like if we can't if we can't remember what it was then it, then it wasn't good. No, you're right. That's not. But what I mean is, if we can't remember, then when I say it did more harm than good was, we remember Snowden. What Snowden put out there. Okay, we have a general idea of what he put out there. So that general idea will make us always be wary of the NSA. You know, we talked about it earlier today. People at my job put fucking tape over their cameras, and people at your job do it. Because of basically because of what Snowden put out there in that movie, okay. Okay. Chelsea Manning. Whatever happened raised a big ass stink when it happened. A lot of people got in a lot of trouble, or a lot of people got chewed out, or the army got a bad look on it, and the and the war got a bad look on it. But today it has almost no impact, except for making the government even more secretive. Like, what's the gain? What's the net gain? I'm not, that's a general, my general state, my generalization isn't a good one. You're right. Like, just because we can't remember doesn't mean it's bad. But I'm just saying, if we can't remember, it has no positive effect to this day right now. And the overall effect was all the negativity back when it happened. She went to jail. All this happened. All that happened. And the government became more secretive. What's the gain? You, you see what I'm saying? And maybe I'm still wrong. I don't know. I mean, just, you know. Well. She, I guess she thought that people should know these, these things that I guess were accidents or whatever that happened that the army, I guess, didn't disclose, you know, that's all. 
And if they were actually so trying to so trying to keep him accountable. So and and there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Here's the thing. I personally hate the Me Too movement. Okay. And all from this, if there were accidents, this is even worse to me then. Because if they're accidents, accidents happen. It's war. You know, I'm not defending like fuck ups and bad training things and stuff like that where soldiers just fucking unload on people. I, you know, I'm not defending that, but accidents happen. You know, bad intel, all kinds of shit happens. It's fucked up. Life is fucked up. You know, we're at war with a country that doesn't really have a standing army. We're fighting with fucking insurgents. You know, we're fighting, we're fighting insurgents with M16s and they got sticks and arrows, but essentially, you know, so it's, of course, that's how it is, you know, but it was an accident. She releases accidental shit and puts it into the world court. It just makes us look bad as a country. It doesn't, it is not good, you know. What Snowden put out there wasn't an accident. It was like, yeah, they're listening to you. They're watching you. They're collecting all this information, storing it. I understand what you're saying. I, I do. You're right. I mean, you're right from a, from in a way. And we that we do have to keep the government accountable. But I think if you had to pick something, like it's like the Me Too thing. It's like, oh, I was diddled fucking 25 years ago by this guy when we were both wasted and he uh and he started messing with me and I messed with him but then I changed my mind. Uh I also was in that situation. Let's do everything we can to destroy his career because that's all that's going to come from it. It's not like the police are going to come, "Okay, we're arresting you for did for touching pussies." They don't do that. They don't arrest anybody. Who are you keeping accountable? You're not keeping anybody accountable. Nothing's happening. Nothing's coming of it. You're just destroying someone's career. You know, and that's it. And moving on, you know, you've been, this person been fine. They've been going on with their life all this time. And now they, now everybody else talking about, it, they're like, oh, fucking Terry Crews came out. He's like, you know, fucking Weinstein fucking touched my shaft of my cock. Who gives a fuck, Terry Crews? Terry Crews is like, I felt like a victim. I'm like, go fuck yourself, dude. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. <laughs> Maybe that's the wrong point of view. I mean, it, it, and look. I'm not saying that if somebody touches you or somebody does something to you or you feel forced to have sex with somebody that you shouldn't say something. I'm not saying that. You should say something. Okay? You should say something when it happens. If somebody says, I'll give you this job if you fuck me, that's not a job I want. Okay? Like, when do we come in this world where, like, I have to do it? You don't have to do shit. If fucking what's called pulls his dick out and starts jerking off in front of you, you don't have to look at it. And you definitely don't have to keep it quiet. Fuck him. You think that people are going to be like, oh, well, fuck her because we like fucking what to call it and his dick jerking off more. No, <laughs> they're going to be like, she's a victim. Let's do everything we can to help her out and let's destroy him, which is what's happening. So, like, dude, I hate me tours. I hate this fucking like, oh, well, we got to do this because what? what's the net fucking gain? What comes out of this? You know, you think the government's more accountable? No. They're still fucking killing civilians. They're still blowing up people's weddings and shit. Soldiers are still running into fucking villages and unloading on civilians. It still happens. You know, it's not, nothing got changed. It's just now we have this clown, this fucking, we have this fucking, fucking chick who's like, oh, look at me. I'm transgender in jail. I've got to go do this whole thing. And oh, now, okay, now I'm going to run for Senate. Like every thing that she does sounds to me, it feels like, fucking posering it feels like look at me look at me look at me and i i can't i don't like that you know that's, like a regular 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. That's I can see why you would say that, and I'm not saying that's not the case. But uh, it probably isn't the case. I'm a dirtbag. I'm a dirtbag piece of shit, sexist, misogynistic fuck, and I'm just like seeing it only my way. That's probably <laughs> what the case is. Maybe, maybe she really believed she was doing the right thing back then, and now maybe she thinks she can affect some kind of change by being a senator. I don't know. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe it's like you said, and it's like, ah, look at me. I'm a douche, or whatever, you know? We'll, we'll see. Who knows, right? We'll see. It's Who knows? early days for Chelsea Manning. It's early days. But I kind of want to get back to your, your uh, Me Too discussion. I thought that was uh, that was interesting. Oh, boy. So... So uh, tell me again what you <laughs> what you think. Wait, are you, you recording this for your, for your fucking your philistine oh, it's, it's ass feminist on, newspaper? It's all on tape, James. The Daily Rag. It's all on tape because <laughs> we use tapes. Um, um, got my micro cassette recorder right here. Yeah, that's right. You look this up in the archives. No, no um, all I'm saying about that is that I feel like there's. So, so they should the, all shut the fuck up. I mean, no, 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 no. But one of the women who looked at what's that guy's name who pulled his dick out and jerked off in front of women, Louis C.K. Lu, Louis C.K. One of the comedians who looked at Louis C.K.'s dick was like, she was like, I'm not going to complain about this. She's like, I sat there and watched, and then I laughed and went on and did my fucking thing. You know, mm-hmm. and, and here's the thing, right? And somebody made this point. Maybe it was me. But it, I don't think it was me. It was someone else. Oh, no. It was Dave Chappelle. And I, when I heard him say that, I was like, he's right. You know? And one thing Dave Chappelle does that I don't like, he always compares people's individual problems and struggles to, like, being black. And I don't think that's fair because at the time, things feel like a big deal and a real problem. And, you know, being black, like, we – look, <laughs> the reality is being black sucks, but – that is not the end-all, be-all, ender to every conversation. That is not the irregardless to every conversation. <laughs> okay? So, so, um, but in his, like, in the second episode of his comedy skit, he talks about this, and he was like, he was like, you could just not have sex with Weinstein. You could just not look at somebody pull his dick out. You know? Like, if it was rape, that's one thing. But if you just stood there and felt like, I guess I have to fuck him. But you don't have to. You, this is, tw- this is like maybe 1960, 1950. You know, if you walked out the door and tried to report him, nobody would give a shit. But in the 2000s, yo, you can't pull your dick out in front of a woman and jerk off and expect to not have your fucking life destroyed. Okay. That's not a real, realistic thing. No matter how famous these guys are. They deserve what they're getting, but at the same time, like, these women, who fucking, why the, who would fucking sit through that? They're not innocent. If they, if they perform sexual service on him in exchange for a role in a movie, they're well aware of what's happening. Exactly. And they're like, I felt like I had to. Well, well, let me ask you a question. Why the fuck would you do that? You don't want to get your job on your merits? 
You know, and if if you want, who wants to work well, maybe for a guy you can't, like that? Maybe you can't get a job on your merits. Well, but who wants then to work you get for a, a different guy? job? Yeah, who wants to work for a guy like that? I'm not saying that if you are fucking the next Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay, I don't know why her name. I picked her name. Okay, <laughs> I must have been thinking about horses. But <laughs> if you're the next Sarah Jessica Parker, or whatever. Okay, and you come to Hollywood, you get a job at a cafe, and now you're doing. Uh, auditions, and you you really legitimately could be the next great. And you go and sit in with Henry Weinstein or whatever his name is, and he's like, man, my cock really needs to be sucked right now. There's tons of other places you can go audition and try to get jobs. Okay? And if he's like, I'll ruin you, I would be like, first thing I would do is call Variety, the local fucking rag, and be like, I went into Harvey Weinstein's office, and he wanted me to suck his dick. I t- I got up and left. I'm like, you're going to ruin me? I'll fucking ruin you, Joe. You know? Like, like, but instead you fall to your knees and suck his dick. Like, I feel like if you go and suck his dick, you can't complain. Because he didn't put a gun to your head and say, you have to suck my dick. And since when is your job more important than your fucking morals? You know? Or not your morals. What's the word? Self-respect? Yeah. Exactly. So that's the question you should be asking yourself. Where's your fucking self-respect? There, We all have to have a line. There has to be something you won't do. If he was like, I want to fuck you in the ass. I want all these fucking BBCs to run a train on you. You'd be like, all right, I'll do it. I need that job. Come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. Like, uh, yes. They shouldn't. Well, you shouldn't have to do that to get a job. But you know what? Fucking life is hard. You have to make a choice. Do I want to do this thing? Okay, I want to do it. Do I want to do it my way? Or do I want to do it their way? If you choose that you want to do it their way and you want to suck a dozen dicks, then guess what? You got the job by sucking dicks. Or you say, fuck it, I'll just fucking be hungry and I'll just focus my energy elsewhere and try to find a different kind of job or a different job in the same field working for somebody who's not a piece of shit. There's options. It's not a, we don't live in a no option society. Nobody wants to have that conversation. Everybody wants to, oh, feel sorry for her. Oh, she's a victim. Oh, they rape. It was rape. It wasn't rape. The only one motherfucker got raped here. Okay. And that was the guy from Star Trek by fucking Kevin Spacey. Okay. He's the only victim here. All these other motherfuckers, they're not victims. They looked at the guy with his dick out and watched and like, okay. They looked at Charlie Rose with his fucking standing there naked. Okay. Is Charlie Rose a piece of shit? I guess he is. Yes. But if I was that girl, I'd be like, yo, Charlie, you need to put your dick away. Okay. Or I'm going to call your boss. Or I'd be like, okay, Charlie, I quit because you're a fucking piece of shit. Like, you don't have to do anything. I mean, men are fucking pieces of shit. Like, Women don't understand us. They don't understand how we're hardwired sex maniacs. <laughs> okay. You know, it's funny you say that. I was yeah. just watching. So I watched the two Chappelle show or whatever, not Chappelle show, but you know, the two Chappelle new episodes of comedy on Netflix yesterday. But I also watched a, a new Tom Segura uh, mm-hmm. thing on Netflix. And he was, he talked exactly about that, James. He's like, he's like, men are crazy. He's like, he's like, men will do whatever. And he could, he proceeds to tell this crazy story 
about how he was in college and he used to be the guy that bought booze for everyone and also porn for everyone because this is like 1997 because he's like, see this face? He's like, I had this face when I was 18, okay? <laughs> he's like, this is how I looked. <laughs> it's like, so I just walk in, they're like, how are you doing, sir? You know, like, <laughs> like he just looks old. And he proceeds to tell a story about some sex shop he went to. And they were like, oh, yeah, you got you to gotta check out this other sex shop. And he's like, because I'm a deviant, he's like, I went for it. <laughs> he's like, and it was crazy, you know. I don't want to get into the whole story right now, but it was pretty funny. It was just him demonstrating how much men are psychos. He's like, he's like your man is only as dirty as... Or he's as dirty as you give him permission to be. It's like, that's his limit. Like, he has no limit. Like, in the bedroom, you know? Correct. Like, you could say to a woman, hey, let's do this. She'll be like, no, you crazy? You say that to a man, he's like, all right. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I just thought that was funny. But anyway. So, okay, James. Interesting. Interesting take. Um, I don't disagree with you 100%. But, yeah, no. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I think it's, unfor- it's unfortunate that... It's still the, shitty. It's unfortunate that the Me Too movement is getting tied to all the uh, sexual stuff in Hollywood. Because one was essentially voluntary, and the other being the Me Too movement, was about, you know, women who were actually abused against their will. And I don't think they're, they should be so closely associated. Oh, see, I didn't know there was a difference. Yeah. I don't even know what you're referring to. What, Me Too? The whole thing that James said? Yeah, but what, what, where, in what case was someone actually forced? Like, where, where is that? No, there's sort of like, so all the, you know, the, the sexual stuff from Hollywood came out and that was sort of parlayed into, Oh, I've been a victim of sexual abuse also, but I'm not famous. And it was definitely against my will. Oh, Oh, I didn't realize that. I just heard about all the famous people and I thought that's what the me too, me too thing was about. And that's it. No, me too is about like average women who have been groped by their bosses. Ah. Yeah. And see an average woman has a harder time. She can't. She can't. I mean, it's 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 a big deal for her to fucking walk away from her thing. And guess what? If she reports her boss, her boss is not getting ruined. They're not taking away her his Netflix special. Okay. If anything, the worst that's going to happen to him is he's going to get reprimanded by HR. Maybe he'll get fired. But he'll just go apply for another job, and it won't be a big deal. You know. It's it's it, you know what I say this a lot, but this whole Hollywood thing is a fucking red herring. You know, it's a red herring. We're looking; it's a fucking diversion. We're looking at something that doesn't matter, and stuff that matters is slipping by the wayside. You know, and Evan made a good point. He's a hundred percent right. There's real women who have real problems out there who can't just quit their job, who can't just make the choice to be like, because for them it's feed their family or pay their rent. Or keep this job. You know, or don't. Right. Well, that's what I thought you were talking about before. No, I'm talking about all the famous people. What if you're actress McNobody and Harvey Weinstein's like, hey, I'll give you this part. 
you know, and you'll make uh, you know, Being I mean, then they'd be fifty thousand dollars, or you can keep on working as a waitress at this place, making two dollars an hour plus tips. Being an actress is hard. They got to keep trying. That's uh, that's ninety percent of it is keep trying. If she's good enough to sit in Harvey Weinstein's office, she can find somewhere else to go. I know that's a naive thing that I'm saying with no experience in Hollywood, but I seriously doubt just anybody gets to go sit and talk to him in his office. You know, it's, all, it's also a-, a matter of choice. Like if you, if the average woman it goes into their boss's office, for instance, and uh, is and their boss says, "Hey, um, you can either." let me uh, sexually assault you or quit, then, you know, that's different from them doing it afterwards. I don't, I didn't say that very well. If you're presented with a choice beforehand, it's a very different situation than feeling threatened after it's already happened. After you've already been hired. Oh, you mean after? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's saying that... It's one thing to fucking have a job and then for, for however long and then your boss be like, come on, let me diddle you or you're fired. And then walking in the door without the job and being like, I want this job. And they're like, I need to diddle you. You could just be like, turn around and be like, well, I can just return to the status quo of my life undiddled. But if you're working somewhere and you've been there and then people are like, I'm going to diddle. And you're like, fuck, now I'm fucked. Now I got to find a new job. Everything's all fucked up now. You right. Know? It's yes. like if your car blows up, you're like, I wasn't ready for this fucking expense. Except <laughs> you are like, you're like, I'm not ready for this penis. <laughs> I'm not ready for these uh, gropey hands on my breasts. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. So we're differentiating between the two. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, speaking of stranger danger. Huh? No, okay. Huh? I need an adult. Exactly. So I know you guys already talked about this last week. Um, the meltdown inspector flaws, which is related to the uh, architecture of modern CPUs that have been apparently it's been in use forever. Oh, like the last fifteen years. Yeah, but it includes Intel, like you know the CPUs in all our PCs and Macs, and also. Um, any like, uh, apparently, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Evan, but isn't it also like ARM? Most, most ARM processors. So, yeah. so that's going to be most, if not all of the I th- so Android I think... devices and iPhones and things. <clears throat> yeah. Now I don't remember reading anywhere, but in my mind, I sort of associate this with around the same time as multi-core processors came to be a thing. Hmm. So there are ARM devices that are just a single core. Like, you know, in your mouse, for instance, there's an ARM processor. You shut your really... poor mouth. <laughs> it doesn't have to do much. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure it does not use that speculative computing or whatever it was called. Yeah. Um. So probably not affected. But okay. yeah, in your phone or Raspberry Pis or some, you know, maybe some Internet of Things, it does use that. Hmm. So, all so not only have there been updates released by software people, so Apple has released updates for macOS and iPhone, 
and Microsoft released some updates for Windows, but then rolled them back because apparently some people were getting some blue screens. Um, so we've been seeing a lot of that where the updates get released and they get pulled. Then they're like, oh, well, it's released, but it might be buggy. So um, I actually tried to apply an update to a server at work and it didn't work out. Didn't work out at all. Mm-hmm. Applied the update, said, all right, cool. Updates applied. Rebooted the sucker. And uh, it never came back. Awesome. Hopefully it was local and not in Seattle. It was not local. <laughs> Good choice. So we had to get a guy and uh, have him go over and take a look at it. He gets there. He's like, the server's off. <laughs> like, all right. He powers it back on, comes up, everything's fine. Okay, weird. Look at it. It says the update's not applied. Like, all right. Solid. Yep. I'm like, all right, we're just going to leave it alone then. <laughs> we'll leave it alone for now. Flawless deployment. Yep. Um, so not only are the, all these software updates being released by, like, Microsoft, uh, you know, Oracle for Linux and all those other things, Apple, but also hardware. So this is actually a hardware problem, right? Mm-hmm. So of course you can't just like release a software update to re to redesign your CPU, but you can release a BIOS update or a firmware update to mitigate it, right? To update the CPU microcode. Right. So. <clears throat> I looked at Dell's website, and sure enough, they've been um, putting out new BIOSI um, <laughs> BIOSes for uh, various machines, desktops, laptops, servers. Uh, I went there one day, found a, a BIOS update for one of our servers. Went there the next day, it was pulled. Hmm. So I was like, oop. So it's still early days for all these updates. So, uh, yeah, I checked I just... if I checked if Asus had an update for my motherboard, but they didn't. The latest one was from 2015. Maybe oh, they're wow. just taking their time with it, or maybe you'll never get one. Who knows? Yeah, that's more likely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say, even for machines like uh, like at work, we had some machines. So earlier this, or I'll say earlier this year, early I guess last year. In 2017, there was the uh, Intel AMT vulnerability, which needed a BIOS update to fix. And I saw machines that hadn't been up, hadn't gotten new BIOS updates in like three years, all of a sudden get a new BIOS update just for that, like from Dell. So it's possible they might, everyone might release updates for this thing. You know, one thing though that I've been reading is that there apparently can be a big performance hit. Once all these updates are applied. Up to 30%. Whew. So that's interesting. I don't know about all that. Unless you're constantly maxing out your CPU, you probably won't notice much of a difference. Well, as you know, Evan, I like to... 
I know you're constantly benchmarking and then trying to run other programs at the same time. I understand. <laughs> you will be solely affected by this. Uh, you know I'm coding, transcoding, decoding, I decoding. Know, I know. Now, I, on the other hand, like to use about 6% of my computer's resources at any given time. <laughs> and therefore, I uh, I overbuild. Right. Right. But yes, this could affect, this does affect a lot of people. Crazy. Mm-mm-mm. So what is fruit fly? Fruit fly, well. I've not heard of that. I mean, I know what the, the creature is, but I don't know what this thing is. Well, before we get to that, let me just mention, so last year, there, like I just said, there was a, a BIOS update issued because there was a flaw in Intel's AMT mm-hmm. or Active Management Technology. So, just released uh, this past week is another flaw related to Intel AMT. So, I'm sure there'll be another BIOS update coming for that. Which, uh, according to this, lets hackers uh, into laptops in mere seconds. So, be on the lookout for that. Oh, that, you know, that reminds me. I don't have a link, but I saw something um, on a website that was like a link to a tweet. You know how there are infected like USB flash drives that, you know, root your system essentially? Sure. And people are like, oh, you should never plug in some random flash drive. Well, some guy was working on a USB extension cable or like a, a normal charging cable. With the same capability, so it had like a small processor and you know whatever the the end of the USB casing is, mm-hmm. and it would still you know charge your device. So it looks totally innocuous, but it's actually rooting your system. Yeah, see, that's why I don't. Uh, well, it doesn't have to be a, just a cable, but that's that's good to know, Evan. So they're getting smaller and smaller. Yep. Um, that's why I don't plug into random chargers uh, out in public. Mm-hmm. Because. It could be doing something exactly like that. You don't know. Yep. You know, you see it a lot, a lot now at bars and things, bars and restaurants. So like, they'll have like little charging stations now. That's like, mm-mm. I ain't fucking doing that. You ain't gonna get me. I got <laughs> tape over my webcam. No. <laughs> Dude, that'd be fucking hilarious if if someone said that. If like some idiot. Sorry for idiot users, but if some idiot user said they have tape over the webcam because they're worried about someone watching them, and then you look at their webcam and it's clear scotch tape, <laughs> it's blurry. <laughs> like, you fucking it's blurry. blurry. <laughs> it's blurry. No. no, but see that same person then will be plugging their phone in at the at the bar. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, uh-uh. I'm self contained. All right, I don't even like con- connecting to foreign Wi-Fi. At Starbucks, I ain't going on your Wi-Fi. Would you crazy? You use the private internet access mobile app. That's why I have it. Okay. Because you're at Starbucks all the time, and you need to use <laughs> the Wi-Fi to write your novel. That is correct. Or your screenplay, or whatever the hell will never ever amount to anything. Yeah, because I'm a hipster. Yeah. And I must use Google Docs to write it, as opposed to a local program like Microsoft Word or even WordPad. Or notepad. Yeah. So what's fruit fly? So fruit fly, 
I just wanted you guys to see the picture of this dude because I was like, this is great. Dude, this is the worst. Honestly. <laughs> this guy couldn't look more like a fucking... Wow. He looks like an NPC from a video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, this guy is clearly a criminal slash pedophile. Yeah. Like, you're like, what the fuck, man? So, Fruit Fly is a piece of malware um, that was found in at least 400 computing devices, so computers, across the United States, and it affected Windows, Mac, and Linux computers. This is supposedly the author, this guy, that the FBI has uh, managed to uh, identify, Philip Durachinsky? Mm-hmm. Philip R. Durachinsky, an Ohio citizen. And boy, does he look like an Ohio citizen. Um, it says he used the malware for nearly 13 years. Dude, that's amazing. So did he find the zero day and just shut the fuck up about it? <laughs> I I guess so. I don't know what he was doing. What does Fruit Fly do? It's like a remote access uh, Trojan kind of thing. Like, it's like, this is what it said. He's like, activate microphones and cameras. So there you go. Cover those webcams. Um, or just, I was going to say rip them out, but I guess they're built into laptops now. Um, capture and download screenshots, record keystrokes and steal medical records, tax records, pictures, so anything off the computer, bank transaction details, and web surfing history. I hate when media, when news media does this. It's like, they, oh, so everything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they basically have done a few things in this article. They said <laughs> he spied on U.S. citizens, 400 people. That's nobody. That's not even a drop in the bucket. Um, then they, they've listed this horrible, the top 10 things we're all scared of people finding out about. Our medical records, uh, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other thing. Why do you give a fuck if somebody knows about your medical records? You know? Like, I don't know why that's like the terrorist, the horrible thing. Like, everyone is like, we all think when someone says, I want my medical records to remain private, we're all thinking like, we'll be denied a job because of our medical records, or an insurance company will get a hold of our medical records. Or someone will find out you've got. I don't know. That fucking... has never been a thing that I've ever been worried about, so I never understood it myself. Yeah, but and, and or, or you know, oh I my assume... god, they know I have, I have a cleft foot or whatever. You yeah. know, I don't know what they're gonna. You know, oh, yeah. you it's know, like I mean, they know I have genital warts. I was like, okay, you know, yeah, maybe I mean, that's what it is. That's uh, assume you know? that's what it is, or they know I have an inverted penis that is actually a vagina, a mangina. <laughs> like I, I'm just trying to figure out what are people scared of about that? But that's so they've they've listed like the the terror things that people are worried about. But but the reality is how many people have this shit on their computer? Okay, they have their tax records and shit, but come on man, 400 people. That's well, no, not no, even no. like so, a So this is the thing, okay? So they identified by the chief chief research officer at Digita Security and found in at least 400 computers, right? But then later in the article it says uh, let's see, what does it say? It says, during this time, the defendant managed to infect thousands of computers and stole millions of images. Okay. What? Cool. People being naked on their computers? I guess. I don't know. Me uh, jerking off to fucking Pornhub? He can have it. And then it's like... <laughs> in me, certain, me in ecstasy. Oh, oh, oh. Like, <laughs> that's, no one wants to see that! It says, in certain situations, Fruit Fly <laughs> alerted Durachinsky... Whenever a user entered a keyword, a search keyword related to porn. <laughs> so he's watching you watch porn? Like, <laughs> like that gets him off. 
dude, this guy is harmless. That's hilarious. This guy's harmless. It says that he's also accused of targeting individuals and infecting computers owned by law enforcement departments, schools, organizations, and federal government institutions. Okay. He watched and listened to victims without their knowledge or permission and intercepted oral communications taking place in the room where the infected computer was located. Ooh. I bet you 99% of it was bullshit. What do you want for lunch, Sally? I don't know. Chinese? No. How about a sub? No. It's like he probably has 9,000 hours of that. Ugh. It says it's unclear how the malware managed to infect computers and if any vulnerabilities were exploited. It is believed that the malware tricked targets into clicking on infected websites or email attachments. The indictment also does not provide details about the Windows and Linux version of Fruitfly. Oh, that's interesting. So it's mainly Mac, at least in the indictment. That's I mean, is it? Is do we know if it's patched or if there's an actual thing? Like it, we don't know. Maybe maybe there's no vulnerability, and you're just like, yes, I consent to installing this. Go, uh, you know, and you, you're done. Well, so in that case, is this a crime? <laughs> It if seems trick, like it's sole, its sole uh, deviant is now in custody, so maybe there's no more problem. <laughs> I mean, yeah. is there a crime? Is it a, is it against the law to listen to someone without their knowledge or something? Yeah. So. Yeah, but he asked them. He asked them, "Do you want to install this?" Probably. Oh, uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying anything, that, like, there doesn't need to be a vulnerability if you can just get someone to install something. You know. Yeah, but I'm there's the I'm vulnerability. Saying. Yeah, People. exactly. So, I mean, what's the? It's it's. It'd be one thing if he exploited, like, uh, hacked code or something, or manipulated a system to make it to he he did something to make make something that fucked with you or like you know you know what I mean. But instead, he did something like Sub Seven or Series Seven. If you guys remember that, you just fucking click on a little piece of code, install it on your computer, and you're like, why is my computer so slow? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what happens. Your computer runs like shit, and you're just like, "All right, <laughs> what's happening?" And people, that's a, that's a problem, man. I tell people this all the time at work. If there's something wrong with your computer, you got to say something. But people don't say anything, and it's probably this shit's probably all over the place. We just don't even know it. I find this hilarious. I don't I mean, have a problem with what he did. I always, I said that to someone at work once. I was like, <laughs> I was like, how many computers do you think are infected with something right now here at work? You know. They're like, nah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like 15, 20%? I'm like, guaranteed there's someone infected with something here. I mean, there has to be. You yeah, know? true. Absolutely. I mean, maybe it's not really doing anything. Who knows, right? But, you know. Maybe it's stealing everything, you know. Ooh. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? All right. So, next up here, we got some sci-fi. So we don't really have to talk about this too much. I just wanted to bring it to you guys' attention. This article on Vice, it's kind of like a like an editorial thing. It says Kylo Ren is the greatest Star Wars villain of all time. Admit what? it. <laughs> yes, and they go on a long explanation of why he is the best villain. So I'll just read a little excerpt. It says Kylo is volatile, a character of extremes, both fearsome and pathetic seductive and repulsive, superior and small. Toward the end of The Last Jedi, having spent 
much of the movie in a sexually charged telepathic conversation with fellow Force user Ray, Kylo impulsively murders his master before giving Ray a furious speech on killing the past in a bid to win her over. He says, you come from nothing, you're nothing, but not to me. Oh, so sweet. It says, in one of the most beautifully twisted declarations of love ever uttered in a family blockbuster, <laughs> before quietly pleading with her to join him like he's the most desperately lonely person in the universe. So, yeah, I don't know. I was watching the last movie and I was like, you know, he's pretty good. <laughs> like, he's know. a maniac. <laughs> like, he's a complete maniac. You're like, okay. Like, and also this article talks about how back back in when the first Star Wars came out, back then, like, there was no motivation other than we wish to rule the galaxy. We wish to be evil to be evil. <laughs> you know, like, there's no reason. It's like, why? Like, nowadays, you're like, why is the bad guy doing this? Like, what's his motivation? Yeah, you know? yeah, true, true, true. You're like, like, Magneto, he just wants to, what? Like, we're, we, you know, what's he doing? He's throwing cars at people. Like, what's going on, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. what's the end game here, you know? Um, he wants to be in charge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but Kylo, you kind of get, you're like, oh, this guy is like crazy, <laughs> you know? He's like a nut, you know? You're like, I don't think right, he, cool. I don't think he is a nut though. I think he, I think his motivation is he wants to reshape. He wants to, he wants to just rule again. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's just a manipulator and a sociopath. I mean, I mean, like he's he's not, and I know people associate being a sociopath being crazy, but I don't think he's. I don't think that's. That, well, no, you're right. He's a sociopath, definitely. Yeah, I don't think he's. But maybe that's not. You know, okay, I'm not flinging my shit at the walls. Crazy, you know. Yeah, but he he's not. But, I don't think he is all over the place. I think he he's calculated. He's not. You know, he doesn't come off as a nut to me. I get what you're saying, but I. I don't know. I I see what they're saying too. I mean, he's he's probably the better written. But if you say he's the best, that's setting your bar for what should be expected as the best pretty low. And let's be honest, none of the characters in any Star Wars movies are great. They only work because the universe is cool. And the fucking art style and shit is cool. And we all hate a Nazi. That's the only reason why the Empire works and any of this works. You know? I think, at least. That's my point of view. It's actually a fair point. That's fine. But he is the he is the better. I mean, he's the better of them. I you know what you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna back. I'm gonna roll back here. I'm gonna go with what we're all thinking. Darth Maul. I Darth like Maul. Darth Maul. The only reason I say that is because Darth Maul, the guy with the horns. Yeah. yeah. There was none of this. Like it was none of that. He's like, yeah, I got two lightsabers. I'm swinging around. I'm I'm coming. I'm here to chop people in half and fucking kill motherfuckers. That's what he was there for. He wasn't playing around. He was like, "I'm here to make murder. I'm doing. I'm doing murder and mayhem." You know, <laughs> he didn't. He talk, was a purist venom. Pure venom. He didn't purist talk. Did venom. he? No, he didn't talk. I don't think he said anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I liked his character, but I mean, it was. You're right. There's zero depth to him, though. He's just like, "I'm here yeah, to kill." Yeah, he's just, "I'm here to kill." You know, he was a top assassin. I would like to see more of his species. Are they all assassins or what? No, that's true. I would like to see more too. 
there's more of his species in the in the uh the expanded universe no in the uh the animated series which is supposed to be some of uh, the best star wars you can possibly see now the claim that this article is making about the greatest star wars villain are they limiting it to the movies or are they including the animated series the expanded universe etc well, i would assume they're series. just basing it off the films and the expanded universe is is basically there's no there's no more expanded universe. All mm-hmm. the other old books aren't canon, so there's a few books right now, but they're all they're all based on Kylo Ren and his tomfoolery. So I don't think, yeah, I mean the other bad guys like Thrall and all that. Those guys I don't think they exist anymore. Thrall, um, and Admiral Thrall or whatever his name is, he's probably a better bad guy. Or the guy who built the first Death Star. That guy is probably a good bad. He's probably a good villain. Like he's a pure, he's a pure snooty British villain, and he looks like a fucking bad guy. Like you just look at him. If you walk past his house, you'd be like, "Oh shit," you know what I mean? Like, like you, 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 you know, you don't want to cut his grass. He's not going to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, but that's one of those bad guys. It's just a bad guy to be a bad guy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. Which. You know, that can serve its own purpose. That's fine. No, no, but you're right. There's no depth. Uh, okay, Kylo Ren, he has the depth. You're right. He has more depth. Um, Yeah, he has more depth. But I don't think he's just crazy. I don't think he's just some neurotic maniac. I think he's uh, calculated, which is also proves their point, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, just something to think about. So I want to bring it to your attention, you know. And our, our greater audience, obviously. Mm-hmm. You Dude, I, I love the link at the bottom. Blood, guts, and bad acting inside the Indonesian B-movies of the 1980s. <laughs> 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 like this week's Vice, Vike's Espose. <laughs> it's fucking great. That's great. Yeah. I'll have to read that later. Um, it's probably great. <laughs> yeah, probably is. I mean, you know, that's like basically all we watch over here, right? The Blower household. What? Blood and guts? Yes. You're like, yep. Indonesian blood and guts? Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, blood and guts. You know that. True. Well, maybe not guts, but definitely blood. Um, oh, I'll, just, I'll just as an aside, I was looking at the Chive the other day, and they had a, a post about um, like the, the greatest whatever movie ever. It's like Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and they just had scenes from all, you know, then some quotes from the movie. And... Uh, of course, they're selling a shirt, you know, that you can buy off their site. It says, pain don't hurt. Which is, of course, a, a quote from the movie. So. I wonder when the new Roadhouse is coming out. Is there a new one? Yeah, starring Ronda Rousey. Oh, my God. You know there's a Roadhouse too, right? Uh-huh. With no one from the original movie? Yep. Ah. <laughs> oh. Roadhouse. Fucking great. I gotta find my DVD of that. <laughs> find your laser disc of that. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish I'd have let on laser. Ah, I'll have to look for that. Yeah. Anyway. Alright, so next up, uh, I just wanted to mention we, we might have talked about this already. I don't even remember now, but Black Mirror um, has released new episodes on Netflix. Finally. Season so, 2? It's like season, season 4? 4. I think. Yeah. 
And uh, one of them's a Star Trek-based episode. Did you watch that, Michael? I have not watched any of it. Oh, dude, I, I, people have told me how great that first episode is. It's the first episode is Star Trek-based. Yeah. It's starring uh, Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Matt Damon? Yes. He's the what? Pro- yeah, he's the protagonist in it. Dude, ah. he plays the cringiest character. I watched 15 minutes. I was like, I can't watch anymore. It was so cringy. Ah. If you like cringe, if you like, like, if you, if you I, like if feeling he, uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, he plays a neglected sort of IT computer, the CIO of a company. And dude, it's about VR and cringiness and Star Trek. And man, it makes me hurt inside, you know, because it's probably because it's too close to home, you know, but it just, oh God, it's so cringy, man. I, it's good. Everyone says it's the best episode, but it's fucking a hard pill, man. I saw an article. I'll, I'd have to find it, but uh, there's a recommended order to watching the new episodes. And it's not the not the order they're presented in on Netflix. They're like, if you watch them in this episode, in this order, you'll be good. You know? It's like, if you just watch them the way they are, it'll be like, eh. You know? So it's like the Star Wars movies, you know. There's a there's a preferred order, supposedly, which I've never done, but where it's better, you know. Um. So anyway, just wanted to mention that Black Mirror. Check it out if you haven't already. If you don't know what it is, it's basically the Twilight Zone, but uh, updated for modern times. It's British. It's great. Check nice. it out. Check it out. Um, I've watched all three, the previous three seasons, and oh my god, it is amazing. Some episodes, you're like, huh, all right, cool. And other episodes leave you at the end like, ah, ah, <laughs> So, definitely worth a watch. Um, next up, so James, we were talking about this earlier, I think before the show started. About uh, what what was presented at CES. Um, this is uh, so there's a new show coming out on Netflix called Altered Carbon, and so there was a promotion for it at CES. And why don't you tell us a little bit about it, James? Um, the the promotion. I don't know anything about the show. Obviously, it's not out yet. I think it's like. Yeah, I don't either. So yeah, okay. So I think the concept of the show is there's this guy. I think it's like a Blade Runner esque type deal. Um, this company makes um, this company called I think it's Psychosin, Psychosec. They make sleeves, and the sleeves are like a, a like a human body that you can get into. Oh, that's right. I saw the trailer. Okay, this rich, rich, rich ass guy. He's lived, he's lived for like 300 or 400 years, slipping into these sleeves. And one day, someone tries to kill him, or someone kills him. Of course, he's rich, and he wakes up, and he's like, gets him, puts him in another sleeve. But he's like, I'm trying to find out who's trying to kill me. Because whoever it is, they know that I'm going to go into another sleeve, so they're going to keep trying to kill me. So who's trying to kill me? And the story is about that, about them mm. trying to figure out who's trying to kill him. So if, at CES... Netflix rented a booth for Psychosec. 
in which they had like props and everything from the show. And they, it's like they were a real company marketing this sleeve technology where you could live forever in a new human. So it's basically like Ghost in the Shell or like, um, I don't know, surrogates, but not. Yeah, exactly. Or, exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Very close. Yeah. So basically you can, you can get one of these blank bodies and download yourself into it. Yeah. You got it. So I, if honestly, if I'm 60 years old or I'm dying of cancer, I can download myself into one of these brand new young bodies and keep going. You got it. Oh, wow. Yeah. 60 years old on your deathbed. Good times. Jesus. 20 years away. <laughs> um, I'll be honest with you. Yo, sign me up. Sign yeah, me of course. Up. Dude, of course. I saw if you go on Facebook and you look on Facebook, people on Facebook thought this was real because they're all idiots. But people were like, oh, that's unnatural. Oh, I want to live and die. I was like, y'all, y'all motherfuckers stupid, yo. Life <laughs> is great. The fuck out of here. Dude, fucking, if they had this shit, yo, I'd be the fuck beta test in this shit, yo. Beta test me, motherfucker. You can cut my scalp open right now and just take my whole brain out, you know? Yeah, this is amazing. What are you talking about? Yeah. The world is an awesome place, and I want to keep seeing it. <laughs> I want to see when we human beings are colonizing other planets. You know, there's so much shit I want to do, you know, that's awesome. Like, we're at this, like, middle period where it's, like, nothing happening except a lot of bureaucracy and bullshit, you know? Like, let me be, let me be my kid's kid. That's the motherfucker who's going to be, like, seeing some cool shit. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are dumb. I know Evan would be like, no, nah, I don't want to do it. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe if if I'm legitimately, you know, like 90 on my deathbed. No, not I'm tomorrow. Done, I'm done with this life. Yeah, not tomorrow. But yeah, when you're old and you're about to kick it, you'd be like, oh, second chance? Yeah. Just imagine if you could apply what you learned in this life to another life. Think about how much stuff that you learned that nobody thought that like your dad or mom didn't think to teach you or didn't know themselves, but that other people's parents taught them that gave them a unnecessary, not necessarily super important, but a mildly helpful leg up only because of a knowledge gap between your parents and their parents. So, I mean, we can do that right now. You can change every day. I have a feeling that all of us would carry over whatever our bad habits are to a new body and just waste another life. <laughs> so would I try one more time? Sure. Just be like, eh, I'll, I'll give it one more go. You know, maybe if it turns out well, maybe I'll do another one. But I, I don't want to live forever. Why not? Eh, I'm done with this, man. We'll see what else there is. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> we don't know. There's nothing else we know. There's nothing else. There's nothing. If if probably what it is is you get reincarnated into another asshole's body. You're like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Except you grew up in you. You're gonna grow up in fucking in fucking Syria or something. Ugh. Well, maybe it's like interstellar. That? You know, it's like five dimensional space. Like we can't even conceive of what. It's like to be anything else. I'd love to believe that, but life it's actually is actually eleven dimensions. Evan. There are at least eleven dimensions, Mike. Thank you. There yeah. you go. 
See? Life has proven to me there's nothing special here, so. So why extend that. it? Extend it because a life can become the this world this world's awesome. You like, just want you want to be around when there are other options. No, I want to be around when there's cool shit happening. Just because I'm like, I like to see cool shit. Maybe at some point in my life, I'll get over yes. that lust to see cool shit. But I want to be exactly. around when we're like, oh, we're going to fucking Mars. Oh, there's aliens. Like, aliens finally came. Oh, we the first the first humans are going to travel. You know, you know, dep- you know I get so depressed because I'm like, I'll never see the Enterprise. You know, I'll never be on the bridge of the Enterprise. I'm like, you know how fucking awesome that would be? Yeah, but I'm like, that's gonna be 400 or 800 years from now, or God knows when, and I'm gonna be fucking dead. So what the fuck? Yeah, like, so just enjoy it in your imagination, and your imagination is limitless. Fuck out of here! <laughs> you know, you sound like a third grade teacher with a fucking problem. <laughs> well, Timmy, you should imagine that shit. Imagine that your mommy and daddy are still together, dude. If you have a good fucking imagination, jerk. reality blows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. James is showing me a little something about uh, about the the Uber reality on uh, at his house the other day. All right, two things. Number one, Mike, your sole reason for getting VR chat is to make your avatar the wrench guys from Aqua Teen Hunger Force oh, and troll man. people walking around the room saying yes. That's it. Okay, number that two. That would be awesome. Thank you. One legitimate hindrance to space travel is how much satellites and shit are in orbit around the earth. It's actually, it's actually going to become a problem to leave orbit. That's a logistical issue. That's and we'll, they'll find a way to fix that. That, That's not like a, that's not like an issue that's going to stop us. That's an issue that we're just going to have to hurt a hurdle. We're going to have to conquer. Someone will be like, they'll send something up there with laser beams and they'll fucking shoot all that shit down or uh, some kind of trash. Yeah, they'll do, they'll solar clean it trash up. Cow that'll They're going to have to clean sh- it up eventually. Yeah, yeah. Like that satellite from the 60s has got to go, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's cool, but fuck it. Yeah. We need to build the uh, six, six space elevators. Get rid of this shit. Do you think it's feasible to essentially deploy like 50 orbital data centers where all communications go through like software defined networking and all that and eliminate all of the, you know, the hundreds of thousands of tiny satellites there are. Well, why would you eliminate the satellites or the satellites be the to make centers? space? So you'd make a global, a global network. Yeah. That's in the, in space mm-hmm. and how would everyone connect via like some kind of, New, the same way they do now, you know, eight G satellite phone or something. Uh, or not satellite phone, but some satellite based. So whatever. these things would do the same thing the satellite does, right? But with the addition of nothing, nothing. So no, no servers, nothing up there. Reliability. I mean, it would just no data. It, it's just consolidation. The other, the, the, I think that's totally possible. The problem is power. You know, mm. solar power latency? probably wouldn't be enough to power. Well, latency would be a problem too, but solar power would not be a way, a great way to power all that shit. And how do you dispel? How do you dispel all the heat that servers create? Space, bro. No, I mean, it's like 
Space is hot and cold all at the same time. It's it, it does not whoa, displace whoa, 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 heat whoa. very well. Okay. So we'll have some heat exchangers. <laughs> a black box labeled heat exchanger. <laughs> well, no, that's well, not, like not a problem solved. That is not a problem solved. Well, James, since you're you're the, the space engineer here. Are you taking um, a shot? Are you taking shots right now? <laughs> you can uh you can advise us on our I don't saying R on Evans uh <laughs> on Evans space based data center or whatever. What 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 book did we read, Michael, where they did a space based data for store for like redundancy? Like the data was like stored on a stored in a on a server in space or something, like on oh. a satellite, so that um, nothing could happen. I think that's isn't that like somebody's backup right now, or somebody was trying to do that. They were trying mm-hmm. to store all the knowledge of man on like they had stored it on that one little disk, but it's also in space, right? I don't know. Didn't we talk about that thing that they stored all the data? And I, I was like, this is dumb. Data's stupid. And Michael was like, no, this is good. And they shot. I mean, we did talk about that little disk. We did talk about the disk. And and didn't, wasn't there a redundancy issue with that where they were like, we're putting a redundant copy in orbit? That I don't recall. I don't remember that part. Neither do I, unfortunately. I feel like they were like, if something happened, we'd have a redundant copy in orbit. Like on the space station or something. I mean, there is... I mean, in the book 3001, there's a there's a vault on the moon that they keep... They keep all the worst computer viruses ever. Really? Yeah. Why? That's dumb. Yeah, it's... I mean, when I read it at the time, I was like, oh, oh shit. But now, like, I think about it now, I'm like, that's stupid. But, it's written you know. by somebody who thought a computer virus was like a regular virus, and we needed to keep some kind of record of it. Yeah. That's also crazy if you think about it. Like, the World Health Organization or the CDC has labs where you're like, oh, yeah, if this sample got out to the public, you know, it would wipe out the human population in a couple months. Like, why yeah. do you have that? Yeah. Did you? Oh, no, you weren't with us because you They're were studying it, Evan. you live in Tennessee, but... Uh, last night, Dave was telling us that there's a monkey population or something off the coast of South Carolina on an island, and they have a killer, ver- some killer, her- some some killer version of herpes that would kill humans. Please set that island on fire. It was like then it would be airborne. No, no, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then they'd be on fire and they'd have herpes. Yeah. So you thought about deadly herpes? Have you thought about? Burning deadly herpes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyways, I'm curious, James. You got me curious about the uh, the heating and cooling issues in space. So I'm I'm actually going to make a note to myself to look that up. Yeah, I think that I think the thing is we all kind of think that hot that space is freezing cold, but apparently it's freezing cold and burning hot, like all with violent violent changes of temperature. To extremes, so heat heat dissipation is a big problem in space. Like you have to have some kind of like, some kind of some kind of heat exchanging system that you know, <laughs> copper. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna call it the Evan heat exchanger, <laughs> the Blevins heat exchanging device. Patent pending. That's right. We're like it's like it's like the uh, Heisenberg compensators. Yes, the key to. 
<laughs> to all space travel. Here we go. Killer herpes from Florida. Monkeys could pass it to humans. Scientists warn. Wild monkeys attack family and fucking get the fuck out of here. Of course, in Florida. Just yeah. cut Florida off. They need to, man. Florida's horrible. It's just really like one of the worst places on earth. All right. I'm going to put this fucking killer monkey herpes down here. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so we got nothing under game theory. Yeah. Nothing in the yum update. Um, obviously, you guys probably talked about this last week, but uh, I'll go ahead and ask anyway. Any uh, plans for the new year regarding... New Year's resolution weight loss? Know? No, no, no. The, the belly? Yes. No? No? Okay. Nothing specifically targeted for New Year's. Well, I mean, in the well, new year. Well, not like. Yeah, yeah. No, every day you can make better decisions. Are you right now? No, 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 no. no. I'm definitely not in, in the midst of making better decisions. <laughs> what did you eat yesterday? Um. Had some chips and salsa and um, macaroni and cheese with bratwurst. That you made? Not from scratch, but yes, I prepared it. The macaroni came in a box and the bratwurst came in a vacuum-locked bag. And I, <laughs> you, did, you didn't manufacture the bratwurst? I didn't. <laughs> kind of game you pulling over there, Evan? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did you get the macaroni and cheese that requires milk? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The 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 powder sauce because yes. I went shopping at Aldi and uh, uh, that's what I came across. Was it craft branded or was it not craft no. branded? How no, was, it was it their store brand? It's fine. It's okay. I very much prefer like Velveeta shells and cheese with the pre-mixed sauce because it's thicker and like it's gooier mm-hmm. has that mouthfeel but you know it's classic powdered cheese macaroni and cheese product is okay right okay all right i'll maybe i'll have to get some of that aldi brand yeah you should definitely shop at aldi macaroni you, and cheese product if you don't already hopefully there's one conveniently located near your house one convenient location in, in, <laughs> in Africa. Africa. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I told you they just opened the new one here where Staples was. Yep, on uh, Georgia Avenue there. So that is that's the crazy. One. That's like that's a huge location for Aldi because normally they're very small. Well, the one uh, the one at Plaza del Mercado is in an old giant, I think, or something. So. Wow. Every Aldi I've ever been to has been like the size of, you know, two liquor stores. TikTok? Uh, yeah, maybe. Oh, corridor? No, th- those are special cases. <laughs> like a normal yes. liquor store. It's like Vets. the size of a house. Yeah. What'd you say, What's James? What, Vets? Vets liquor? Oh, yeah. Comply with the yeah. eyes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Jesus Christ. You look at him, it's like, <laughs> you're like, oh, God. 
It's like Hypnotoad, but worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> it's like Michael's favorite thing for family is smoke. Smoke. <laughs> smoke. Not now, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Guys just sitting there at the table. Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> it's our head of advertising. <laughs> it's fucking great. Uh, all right. Well, yep. let's make better decisions this year, folks. Yep. All right. Let's go for it. Come on in for the big win. All right. Um, what do we got here, Evan? Some tour of duty. What is that? Yeah, I got uh, just a couple links in the extra section. One of them probably could have gone in the M update, but we'll see. Um, so in, I found a very old article from 2014. I thought, you know, I got a chuckle out of. There was an Ethiopian's airline uh, flight that was hijacked by its co-pilot. So its pilot, its you know, main pilot went to the bathroom and the co-pilot was like, I'm going to lock the door and I'll let you back in. This plan's mine now. And uh, it was, he was flying over Switzerland. They were are on their way to Rome. And he was like, I'm going to request political asylum in Switzerland. So being that the plane was hijacked, um, he was escorted by military aircraft from surrounding countries because the flight was going over Switzerland at 6 a.m. And apparently at the time, the Swiss air force um, does not operate on, you know, mornings, nights or weekends, basically. Is so that true? As, as I don't know if it's true right now at the, there were, I was talking about this earlier with Mike. Um, they've been looking to expand, but at the time during or because of uh, staffing and budget cuts, they essentially had like, Office hours. That's crazy. So, but they did have an agreement with surrounding countries for, you know, emergency situations. Military shouldn't have office hours. They shouldn't. But, I mean, it's Switzerland, you know. It's it's supposedly a neutral country who doesn't have conflict or need for a large military. Although they do have national service, I think. They do. That's why everyone has a gun. Yeah, maybe like I so maybe the primary them. issue was they didn't have enough planes or people to service them, who knows. Um they were looking into buying some raptors, I believe, and hopefully they uh in the article it says hopefully they can have 24/7 coverage by 2020. So, something to shoot for. I just thought it was interesting that you know, a major country's military is like, "Eh, can it wait till like 8:30? We're not we're not in the office yet." The second article here, uh, which probably could have gone in Yum Update, is about a strange pill being a monitoring device. It's like half the size of a AA battery. You can swallow it, and it has a gas permeable membrane which monitors like carbon, oxygen, CO2, methane, and everything as it passes through your stomach, through your digestive tract. And uh, out the other end. And scientists are very interested in this because they can monitor such things as gas development in your colon. If you're on a high fiber versus low fiber diet and what that means. Um, And this is money well spent. Hmm. So the article is not too long. There's a couple interesting things. Um, One test had a man eat a very high, what's considered a very high fiber diet. For two days prior to ingesting the pill and they found that um, there was 
what was it? An a decrease was a decrease in a certain uh or sorry an increase in a certain gas that was associated with bacteria uh that promote poor gut health you'll say so super high fiber is actually kind of bad for you and super low fiber has you know that's not great for you either but um if you're at all interested you probably already know whatever i like the article well okay nice so i got in here just mentioning that uh the wi-fi alliance has announced the new wireless security protocol wpa3 so they're going to be releasing this um not sure when exactly but it's going to replace wpa2 which had an issue recently right mhm they had the the crack vulnerability yep the key reinstallation attack um and so this is to mitigate that among other things um but see wpa2 is so old at this point that it was just you know time for time for a refresh so um what do they do when they create this new standard is it like it's I, it's not just you know we're using more like highly encrypted shared passwords you know it's not that so wpa3 strengthens user privacy in open networks through individualized data encryption so right now if you're on WPA2 and you're just on an open network like there's no password mm-hmm. then other people can sniff your traffic and that was that whole thing like it was a while ago now but there was a uh, there was a, a Firefox add-on that lets you sniff other people's traffic and so like you could like we're both at Starbucks and you get on Facebook I could sniff your cookies and then be on Facebook as you um, and that's when they started doing the whole SSL, enforcing SSL all over the place. Right. Because of that problem. So so this fixes that problem. Um, they're going to, it's going to protect better against brute force dictionary attacks. Um, it's going to offer simplified security that for devices that don't have a display for secu- for showing you security settings, like, you know, a thermostat or... A light bulb okay. or something. Yeah, I guess the whole Internet of Things requires advancement in uh, network security. Mm-hmm. I'm sure those were not a thing when WPA2 was being designed. Exactly. So they're just taking all these modern things into consideration and updating it. So um, the, the first devices with WPA3, it says, should ship later this year. Because the the people have to make it, and then the device has to get certified by the Wi-Fi Alliance. I wonder if it will have if the whole um, Spectre issue will have any impact. Because maybe WPA three is more CPU intensive, so they need faster processors, and the faster processors are subject to that bug. Oh, got him. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. Or maybe Every, everybody time... roll back to Wep. <laughs> yeah, right. Wep. This guy. So obsolete, it's safe again because no one uses it. <laughs> yeah. Now you just got to connect a VPN every time. Yeah. All right. Well, next up. So they've discovered, so they've been testing a drug to treat uh, Alzheimer's. And it's supposed to like regrow, um, I think it's supposed to regrow cells in the brain or something. Neurons. Something like that. Mm -hmm. It says uh, it's used as a neurological drug to encourage brain cell growth. Um, but they found out that it's actually causing teeth to regrow. Um, like if you have a cavity in a tooth, it causes it to like regrow that part and like cover up the cavity. Nice. So, hey, cool. Don't need fillings anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you don't kinda... want some uh, some mercury jammed in your teeth? Yeah, I probably have that right now. Yeah, I don't know what they used to use for those. I was like, ah, it's just tin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because I have, I have two or three back here that are metal. The old kind, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway. Yeah, so this is, That's uh, cool. this is this is pretty cool. Yeah. It's, um, it regrows dentin. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's what it's doing. So, interesting. Uh, next up, so <laughs> I just thought this was kind of cool. The Air Force has finally released a a film about the A-10. Yeah. That it tried to suppress. It says because it, it was took, too awesome? Yeah. It says it took more than three years and a FOIA request to get an official final cut of the footage. So... Apparently, they've been a, trying to retire the plane, you know, yeah, for a long time. It's too good, though. Yeah. Um, That's too strong. Its guns are too too powerful. It's too effective. We got to get rid of it. Yeah, it is kind of old, though. Basically, it's like a pro. It's like a pro A ten film, like a kind of like a little documentary. It's only like twenty minutes long. Um, but it also has people talking about like, yeah, they can't, they shouldn't retire this plane, you know, what's going on. So I guess it's critical of the Air Force kind of, and that's why they wanted to keep it under wraps as much as they could. Yeah. The old planes are the best. They want like to the, replace it with that multi, the joint the, strike fighter. That's oh, just, that thing is fucking garbage. Garbage. Yeah. I mean, the F-35. Like, can't yeah. even fly it. The A-10 says here, introduction in 1977. It's fucking amazing. It's a flying tank. I'm like the, uh, you know, the SR-71 Blackbird. It was designed in, well, like the 40s or 50s. It was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. That plane retired. is retired. Like, that's, that's my, like, favorite plane ever, man. Yeah. Why Ooh. did we get rid of this good shit? That plane's like, use GPS? Nah, we'd navigate by the stars, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what GPS? You know, yeah. there was no GPS in '52 or whatever this plane was invented. You know? It was God's positioning system, my friend. <laughs> yeah, it's like standard evasion uh, activity when a missile was launched. It's like it's go like, faster. 
It's like turn and accelerate. <laughs> <laughs> or just climb. <laughs> yeah. The ceiling, like 100,000 feet or something. Dude, that's the kind of engineering we fucking need. Dude, that's fucking that, that Kelly dude. What's his name? That's the Skunk Works guy, you know? Like is, Brad Kelly or whatever his name alive? is. No, I don't think so. Fuck. Put him in a shell, get him back to work. What James, what was his name? The guy who made the The Blackbird. Yeah, I don't know his name, man. I don't remember his name. I remember we uh did we talk I talked to you about the the guy at my job who said he knew him or worked with him? No. And they had they had to go to his they went to his garage or something. Because his his house was just filled to the brim of classified documents laying around the garage and and filing cabinets (laughs) and shit everywhere. Because he just had been around for so long that, you know, he had shit back before they were like, this is important. We should classify this. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah. Kelly Johnson. That's the guy. He, uh, yeah, he was aeronautical and systems engineer. So he worked on the U-2 and the SR-71. Um, Two of the best planes ever manufactured. So, yeah, the the Skunk Works, they've made the U-2, the SR-71, the F-117 Nighthawk, the F-22 Raptor, and the F-35 Lightning II. Hmm. (laughs) We'll leave off that last one. I love this thing's called Hog Ops. And, dude, if you look at this, (laughs) dude, look at this video. (laughs) If you look, okay, 2 minutes and 20 seconds, it shows them in the, in the, uh... In there, like in the hog, like operation center, dude, every single guy fucking shaved hair, shaved to the skin on the sides with a little mustache. They all look like goose. They're like four, <laughs> they show four guys in the scene. They all look like goose and they all have the fucking, the fucking like old school 1970s cops holsters that are the leather ones that go around your shoulder with the gun here. Yeah. They all are wearing those and they look like fucking badasses. God damn. Fuck. Hey. I fucking fuck my life. I should have joined the goddamn fucking army. Should have joined the damn army air corps. Is that still a thing? No. <laughs> the air force. I should have joined the fucking air force. Become a killer, uh, a killer and a thriller from the sky. That's right. You think they'd put you in an airplane? No. <laughs> Even when I was younger, if I was younger and in fit and in great shape, I couldn't see anything. Right. Like, I had horrible vision. I, I wouldn't let me fly anything. I can assure you that. Hey, James, can you, are you a candidate for, uh, I'll just say LASIK or whatever it is? Um, you know, I haven't checked, honestly. I don't think I am because I have astigmatism, but maybe the new ones the new lasik i think can go do without astigmatism so yeah you you can still get one if you have an astigmatism but there's like other tests you know if your vision is too impaired then you can't have it really? uh, but you, you can get ics and or I ICL. We, we were talking about this a while ago cuz you were looking into all these different things yeah i um, think so i think you can always get icl because instead of like carving away at your lens, they essentially put in a permanent contact lens on top of what you already have. Hmm. So there's like no risk of it going. I mean, there's always a risk of it going poorly, but it's not permanently damaging or anything. Are you still, you still toying with that idea? I haven't looked at it in a very long time. I'm pretty, pretty content with glasses, but 
you know, I guess it would be nice to be able to do without them and not have to worry about changing contact lenses, you know, daily. You know, glasses, glasses, um, now they look good. It, it was one thing when I was a kid, you had glasses and your glasses just looked like shit. Like they were just bad. They didn't have nice ones. Now glasses look good. Like it's not such a horrible thing to wear glasses now. You know, they, you don't even have the fucking like, you know, you see people wear the old school glasses. They have the horrible, like crazy marks around their nose and stuff. You don't even get that anymore, really. You know, like the glasses aren't, they're not as brutal as they used to be. Like Evan's glasses, they look sharp. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Yeah, they look identical to the glasses I have that I don't wear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your computer glasses, they do look like them, actually. <laughs> Are so... they gunners, Mike? No, they're like I mean, gunner they're real, optics. They're real glasses. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have a you can get gunner optics with prescription lenses. Oh yeah, they're like five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought yours were just computer glasses, Michael. They're for using the computer. Oh, okay, but they're not like you didn't buy them on Amazon and say, "Oh, these are computer glasses." No, no, you actually was... went to an optometrist. Yes, an optometrist. Yes, an optometrist. Yes, and uh, you know he's like measured the eyes and you know okay one or two, all right three or four. You know, it's like uh, I thought you're like one eye or two. That's what I thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, oh well, shit, he has two. Fuck. <laughs> Let me call an opto optometrist. <laughs> no, He's I, our two eye guy. Honestly, Let me I, call Doctor Jeffries. Our two eye guy. <laughs> yeah, right. I put them on. It just makes everything look a little bigger, like a little bigger. Like it magnifies it just a little bit. I it's have just, the opposite issue. Everything looks smaller when I'm wearing glasses. Smaller but in focus. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just that's like great. a little bit smaller. <laughs> that's that's interesting, huh? Well, mine is just to take the strain off the eyes. You know, that's all they're for. So, whatever. Um. Well, one place people get glasses now, and one of my friends actually got them there recently is Warby Parker. You guys heard yep. about that? Sounds very familiar. So it's like a online thing, you know. And like you can be like, "Oh, send me a set," and you know they'll send you like ten frames or something, mm-hmm. and you can try them all on, and then say, "Oh yeah, I like this one," you know. And then you send it all back, and then you say, "Yeah, send me my glasses with you know this frame and whatever." Um, but they're, I've actually started opening stores now too. So, like they have one in Bethesda now. Nice. But the the whole thing is it's cheap. Like, to get glasses from them, it's like $95 or something, you know? Right. Which I guess is cheap. I don't know. Yes, it is. <laughs> Paying full price for glasses plus an eye exam it could be, you know, my I, I know my dad did that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, he has at least bifocals at the time, um, and it was like $700. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. I think they told me when I got everything done, they're like, oh, yeah, if you didn't have insurance and everything, this, all this would be about $400. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it said it was like 120 bucks for the whole deal. You know, yep. pretty glasses, good. exam, blah, whatever, you know, all that. All that. No. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so getting back to the A10, hooah, no, um, yeah, check it out. It's cool. Yep. All right. 
Um, and last but not least, not something we really need to talk about. I just wanted to kind of put it in here and point it out to people. There's an article here from Vice. Uh, they interview the guy who invented the G-Shock watch. Who's, of course, some Japanese guy who worked at Casio. Um, Kikuo Ibe. What was his motivation? They talk about that. Um, it says, in 1982, the notoriously clumsy engineer collided into another pedestrian on the street, causing a watch his father had given him in high school to pop off his wrist. The watch cracked on the pavement, its hands dislodged, and its case back severed. The damage was irreversible, and the watch was ruined. Aww. But the calamity imbued eBay with his life's singular obsession to create a timepiece that could survive severe punishment. Do you think that the person who wrote that article used a, thesaur- a thesaurus? Like, oh, use yeah. the thesaurus filter, because those are a bunch of fucking vocab words. Oh, imbued? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, these people are writers, theoretically. Uh-huh. You know? So, and then they also, I'm sure, have editors. Um, So, you know. Yeah. They're going to do a better job than you or me. Let's just say that. Use fancier words. Fine. You know? Fine, but yeah, do they have a, a do they have a thesaurus laying around? They probably do. Absolutely. Why not? They're like, ah, I want to say that. What else can I say? All right, yeah, we'll say that. You know. So he made over two hundred prototypes chasing this dream. He threw them out of windows and ran them over with cars. <laughs> but the aha moment came when he was sitting alone in a park watching a little girl bounce a rubber ball up and down on the concrete. He said he noticed that due to the movement of the air inside the ball, the outside suffered more shock than the center. He said he needed his watch needed to have a similar design, a resilient outer structure that would allow for internal movement. Hmm. So, so is it was there 1983 when the DW-5000 was released, which is the first G-Shock. When he was 30 years old. Is there like an air pocket inside G-Shock watches? I don't know how they work. It says every element from the bezel to the buttons were designed to absorb and display shock. It also featured a hollow case with a timekeeping module suspended in gel to recreate the bouncing ball effect. It had a 200 meter water resistance and could easily survive a 10 meter fall. So his whole thing was he wanted to achieve triple 10, which meant the watch could would still work after suffering a 10-meter fall and have a 10-year battery life. So we say that a lot in Casios now. It'll say like 10-year battery, you know? That's why, I guess. And boast a 10-bar, which is a 100-meter 100 water resistance. Nice. The triple 10. Does the G in G-Shock come from the gel? You know, I I always thought it was G like like G forces, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe it is gel. Investigate. <laughs> and it says since the first one, G-Shock has become an institution, spawning numerous variations. 
that are revered by horologists. Come on. Hardworking people and hype beasts alike. A horologist is a, is a person who studies time. Or timekeeping devices. Yeah. Is it? Is that where our word hour comes from? Actually, yeah, I think so. I is think it H-O-U-R-ologist? I think it is. So in French, the word for a clock is a is that, that is based on that word. You know, it's not like a clock. Mm-hmm. It's a horloge. <laughs> so there you go. Hmm. Yeah, we. I find myself interested in history. The more we <laughs> question these things, yes, yes, the etymology of things, right? Yep, it is interesting. Yep. So they do. So it's all this little blah blah blah, and then they actually do an interview with him. Like, so what do you think of this? Blah blah blah, blah blah blah. You know. And so it's kind of interesting. The guy's sixty-five now. So it's uh, it's just interesting to read about the history of of the G-Shock watch and what its inventor has learned throughout his life. You know. So I encourage everyone to check it out. Even if you've never owned a G-Shock watch, you probably know what it is. Absolutely. So, check it out. That's all I got. James? Um, I just get some of the old leftover stuff. If I can find my mouse. Where's my mouse? There it is. The old okay. leftover stuff. Oh, this is what we were talking about earlier. Okay. Yeah, the AB, the ADBC stuff and the PIMP stuff. Apparently, there's a series of books, too, by Iceberg Slim that I didn't know about. There's a bunch of them. There's more mm-hmm. than just a PIMP book. I think that one's... The other might be... other ones might be fiction, but I'm guessing by the titles. I don't know. And then the uh, Herpes Monkeys. So, yeah. Just a little <laughs> extra stuff for you to see. Nothing special. That's I all I see. got. Yeah, so you're right. So, yeah, it says here AD is Anno Domini and BC is literally before Christ. Well, I, I think um, you're I think you're right. I think there's more to it. I think that this site doesn't have the right in, I think that I think that before Christ is a general people are like, yeah, this is what it means. But I don't know that it's that it, I don't know that that's accurate because there's a whole like a bunch of information. If you read this article, there's a bunch of information about the various AD the different ADs. There's several different AD versions of AD. So I can't believe that BC is just before Christ, you know. It just seems like no one counted time before him. So uh, just label that time as BC. Like I, I don't know. It seems kind of weird. Mike, you're Catholic. You speak Latin, right? Fluently. Decipher. So anno is year. Yep. And domini is creation. Year of our Lord. Domini. Our uh, Lord. So. Yep. He's a Dominion. classic dom. Yeah, he's a dom. Yep. <laughs> no, it says right here. It's like a anno domini is Latin for in the year of year of the Lord. We're in God's the bottom the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, I guess. It, sure. <laughs> <laughs> many, many uh, ways to read that. Mm-hmm. And they also talk about, I see here, CE and BCE. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Adding in the years before Christ. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Okay, yeah, cool. We could go down a whole rabbit hole talking about that stuff because there's oh, also, we'll, there's we'll, also we'll... when they, they change the dates because you can go look at some articles, like look up an article about Benjamin Franklin or something on Wikipedia 
And it'll be like when he when he was born and when he died, and there's two sets of dates. Hmm. It's like old style and new style. You're like, fuck. Why You're is like, that? Because in the year blah, 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 like 1795 or whatever the crap, whatever year it was, they said, okay, we're going to realign the calendar now. It's all yeah. fucked up. So now instead of it being, uh, you know, March 18th, now it's January 1st. Boom. All right. Jesus. Let Christ. us continue. Yeah, there were multiple. Ca- what was, so we operate on the Julian calendar now, right? Yes. What was before that? Well, this started with Gregorian. Gregorian. There's the Gregorian calendar. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is that how we, that's like you say it, like, instead of January, you just said, it's all you did, right? Just fucking. And you know, um, I don't know if it's just called the Hebrew calendar or what it's called, but, you know. Ah, uh, right. There's, uh, you know, it's really the year 5,000, whatever, 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 you know, according to, uh, as James would say, the Hebes. Oh, I don't say that. It's not a thing I say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love how I'm painted as the savage of this podcast. Against women, against blacks, against heebs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So against... I, I don't say that word. Just say yeah. There's the Chinese calendar. It's your who knows what. We should We should do some history. We should do some history. Mm-hmm. Make we should note. do some history. Yeah, we should have a historical section here. Because that's very interesting to me. Uh, yeah, right now it's the year 5,778, according to the Hebrew calendar. Well, do they have space travel yet? Where's their enterprise? Nah, nah, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> and they have their own version of BC and AD. So right now it's AM5778. After Moses? Anno Mundi. After Monday? Dollar Mendy? Uh, not, it's not, it's the era used since the Middle Ages is Anno Mundi Epoch, or Epic. Yeah, there's that word again. Latin for in the year of the world, or in Hebrew, from the creation of the world. Interesting. Crazy. Okay. Well, we'll get into that another time. So, James, what else we got? Oh, Pimp. The pimp stuff? Yeah, just what we talked about earlier. Oh, okay. yeah, Iceberg pimp. Slim or whatever? Yeah. Just and then two another... pimp books. Just oh, okay. click on that picture. Click on Odd Pimp. Just so you can see the picture of him and Mason. Manson. Manson. It's just a weird-ass picture. I'm like, why would he even own that? It's strange. <laughs> it's like Manson with Manson. Manson's face is cut into Manson's mustache. It's fucking weird. So that's... Yeah, that is him. Huh. Weird. Yeah, it's just odd. That's all. Just a little oddity. All right. And then, oh, you put in the link to the herpes monkeys? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's like, yeah, yeah. All right. And it says, when monkeys menaced them. Nice. I like that word. He was menacing me. 
I like how we have Christ's extermination down here. That's nice. Just so we don't forget. Okay. We don't forget what was done. Um, and what must be done again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know he's coming back, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, guys. Well, if there's nothing else, I think that about that about does it for here us here at the IO panel. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Check us out on our website, iopanelpodcast.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for IOPanel or IOPanel Podcast. You'll find us. Links to everything is on our website on the right-hand side, including how you can subscribe to the show, either with an RSS feed or through iTunes or through Google Play Music. Um, If you want to support us, you may do so. There's a link for that on the website. Uh, That is through Patreon. Please take a look at that if you have any interest. You can also send us an email, comments, questions, rants, outrages, whatever. Feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Um, And until next time, we'll see you later. Thank you.